NHL Night with your host, the sports, a.k.a. Peter Lebowski, a.k.a. Jeremiah Maxwell. And with him, as always, maybe Perlo Wisdom and Rico and Barry. Hey, everybody. You're probably wondering why we're live early. And as our friend Logan Hacker says in the chat, there's been some trade news. So we decided to go early, live one hour early. Uh, we'll have Rico and Perlo here in a moment. Uh, Rico very, very soon and Perlo here in about 20 minutes. Uh, if you're just joining us, there's been huge breaking news. Uh, the uh, Vancouver Canucks traded Andre Kuzmenko and uh, another prospect um, for uh, Elias Lindholm. So huge, huge news. Uh, per Darren Dreger, uh, Hunter Bruskovitz. Bruskovitz is also part of the deal. Um, I believe the Flames have officially tweeted I, earlier reports that uh, Brandon Tanev uh, um, was a part of the deal. That is not the case. Uh, he's not a part of the deal. So whether they're uh, uh, whether they're uh, going to uh, make some more moves or not, um, we shall see. Um, so uh, Vancouver really making some news. They they really want to capitalize on where they're. So uh, Lindholm traded from Flames to Canucks. Uh, per just about everybody I saw from Saravelli, but uh, I will just throw that up on there. Daniel Barry, thank you so much for being with us. So we're early. We're a little early. Um. I just uh, really appreciate it. I tried to get uh, some other people. I reached out to some other people to get some people on the show. We'll see. Fingers crossed if some other people come on and talk about it. I, I think it's a huge trade. Uh, and it definitely solidifies, you know, if Lindholm's playing like third line center for them. Uh, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, but uh, uh, anyway, uh, appreciate everybody. Uh, being out there, coming in. We've already got a handful of people in the chat, so I really appreciate it. Uh, and as soon as Rico comes back, we'll talk our thoughts. Um, I was going to pull up the line combinations for from Daily Faceoff and see, just let's just play, see what they have. They may not even have it as fast as this is going to be. Unbelievable uh, where we're at with this. So, uh, yeah, I mean, right now they had Teddy Bluger playing third line center. So you could slot in, you could throw Teddy on the fourth line and uh, it's going to be real interesting. So, um, uh, you know, uh, depending on what your, what your, what your thoughts are here, let me, uh, let's pull up the top four. Let's get Rico in. Well, huge news, Rico. Like I told you guys, I thought something would happen over this, uh, over this trade deadline or over this all-star break, I just felt like the team that moves early is going to do something, you know? And uh, so they, they took, uh, I don't know who's missing as the left wing. I'm assuming they had Kuzmenko up on that list, but uh, I, I'm going to guess that they're going to slot, uh, you know, they could either move JG Miller up to the top line. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make sense. No, this they, these lines aren't right. It's JT Miller, Brock Bester, and Pet Pedersen on that first line right now. Okay. 
All right. Well, yeah, this is Kenny Bluger, Connor Garland, and uh, Bluger, Garland, and Joshua on one line. Okay. Yeah, and 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 you got to figure Lindholm is going to play center at least second, second or third line for them. It's that's huge news, man. I, I, I... sorry. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, geez, that's two trades between Vancouver and Calgary right now. That's what. What'd you say? That's, I mean, that's that's twice that Calgary and Vancouver have traded early in it. Well, early before they even all started. Yeah, that's the Toroff trade too. Yeah, I uh, I saw our good man Hot Take Hockey say he thought Tanev was going to be a part of the deal. Uh, they would, uh, obviously, I think Tyler Myers would have to be moved out there. Probably he's the guy that they'd probably trade. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you just look like. Yeah, Connor Connor Garland, nothing against him, but he's a winger, so uh it's gonna be cool. That's a uh it's going to be interesting. I mean, they I already thought they were a really good team, man. So like they probably need to add one more D if they can, but like pretty, pretty impressive. We'll pull this off. Let's see if uh Daily Faceoff gets off their dolphin update. But I know uh I know Cap Friendly's already got the statistics out for it and stuff. So, um, mm -hmm. well, I mean, they're identifying a team that's playing well. They might be even a little bit overachieving, but they're hot. They're playing well at the right time and obviously talking in the management, believing them. So, I mean, it's interesting that they went and got Lindholm instead of, uh, you know, maybe they were sniffing around for, for Gensel, especially Rutherford being familiar with Gensel from his, from his time in Pittsburgh, but, I've It'd got be interesting the, to see if Dubis uh, is hanging on to him or not. I've got the official. I've got the exact. This is from the NHL. Uh, let me pull this uh, banner down so we can all see this. Uh, they get Elias Lindholm. They trade Andre Kuzmenko, Hunter Brustovich, which uh, I think was a big product. Yoni Yermo, a first-round pick for this season. And a conditional uh, fourth round pick, and I don't know what the conditions of that fourth round are, but that's the uh, that's the trade in a nutshell right there from the mm -hmm. NHL. Yeah, I mean you're gonna have those people that say the the best player in the trade wins, but holy crap, that's a lot to give up for for one guy without any other pieces going the other way as well too. But I mean the money worked because because Menko was signed to to some money as well too, and. I mean, it could be just uh, could be just a rental for Vancouver too, depending if they're going to resign them or not. That'll be interesting to see. I mean, if you're giving up a first, you're giving up a high D prospect. I mean, you you kind of probably want to try to keep the guy, right? I don't know. Um, yeah, un unreal, man. Like, uh, I just knew something was going to go down over this trade uh, of this all-star break. I just felt like we were going to see something um, pretty, pretty nuts. Um, uh, yeah. I, I was trying to see if cap friendly had anything. Uh, I think they have a player tool line up matchup thing. And we could dick around with their lines and we could see, but, uh, we had plans to talk about draft picks and 
We got a couple games on. Ottawa's up 2-1 on the Red Wings with 12 minutes to go left in the third. And Darkness loves the Lindholm deal for the Flames. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're getting a, a defensive prospect, two defensive prospects, and Yoni Irmo and Hunter Bruce Jewich, If I'm, I hope I'm saying that close to right. And then you're getting a guy in Kuzmenko who's got another year left on his deal that has shown he could throw the puck in the net. I'm sure Calgary could use the secondary scoring. Gabby, what's up, man? Good to see you. Good to have you. Um, I'd love to see Bacon. Reach out to Bacon. We got to get Bacon in the chat here. He's the Flames fan. I'd love to hear what uh, what he uh, what he's got going on and how he feels about that uh, thing. Uh, Good. Um... Good, good young player too. That Hunter Brozovich, I guess he was with the U.S. National uh, Development Program. Then he played the last two years in the Kitchener Rangers. I think he's got like sixty-something points in forty-something games as well. Too big, tall, um, right-handed shot defenseman. Looks like offensive. Puts up some penalty minutes as well too. So, nineteen-year-old. So he might be able to step in on the lineup maybe another year for Calgary. Maybe play him on the bottom yeah. pair on, on the right side. Well, and, you know, we still don't know what they're going to do with Hannafin. I heard the offers on a table. I heard somewhere in the vicinity of $60 million, um, uh, which is like seven five. So uh, big news in the Kings game, Alex Turcotte, which I found funny because we went over the 2018 World Juniors from the U.S. World Juniors, scored his first career goal uh, as mm-hmm. an NHLer, which is nice. Nice to see him get going there a little bit. Um TNT tonight, no biz, obviously, but they have special guest Craig Baruby. So he's sitting in Tocket spot. So gonna be real interesting to see uh um if uh Rick, you know, Rick got hired out of that spot. Gonna be interested to see who who hires Barube next, you know, because he's definitely getting another job. So um mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the coach's seat, right? You go right from the TNT desk behind to behind the bench. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think there's something to do. So uh, uh, Gabby goes, Getzel for Hoglander. That's a W for D prospects and two first. Yeah, I, we'll see. Uh, I, I just have a tough time believing. Pittsburgh's in a rock and a hard place. They're trying to make the playoffs. Oh, man. Uh, um. Derek Lalonde, not happy. Uh, a penalty was just called. He's saying dive. I've noticed uh, they're calling some diving a little bit here on uh, some plays as of late. Let's uh, let's go let's go big here. Oh, that's not what we want. That's, that's a little better. Okay, um, and uh, I can I can refer back to this anytime. So we'll just pop back in. Having a nice cool. Uh, Cold beer on it. So you eat dinner a little later than most, huh? Like it's you know, nine o'clock. Yeah, you know what happened was I woke up with a bit of a sore throat this morning. So I slept okay. in a couple extra hours and I honestly just passed out on the couch for a couple extra hours and I just had like a hot soup. And now I just need a beer to kind of wake me up a bit. Little tea, little green tea and honey will do your throat some good too. I always yeah. throw that yeah, on. I had a, um, a I uh I um yeah, so if you're just joining us, guys, thank you. Uh, huge news. Uh, the uh, I'll throw this back up on. It's uh, Vancouver Canucks received forward Elias Lindholm for 
Andre Kuzmenko, Hunter Brusevich, Yoni Yermo, a first-round pick for next year, which, you know, if you're Vancouver, you hope it's 32nd, and a 2024 fourth-round pick. I really love what Vancouver's doing here. I wanted to comment on what Gabby said here real quick, um, and then we'll uh, we'll stop sharing here. Um, Gensel for Hoglander. Uh, I... Uh, thank you, Andrew. Appreciate you. Um, I'm on. I'm on Instagram too. We're on Instagram Live. Uh, I see we have some folks in the chat there. Andrew and C Jones and Bolts and Caps fan and Holdy ninety two. So appreciate everybody joining on every platform they can. Um, um, I don't. I don't know why we're not getting the crossover from the the chat. Like Kim was able to do that with her own Instagram Live when we went live with her. Um, mm -hmm. But we're trying to grow this channel, man. So everybody that le uh, leaves something and likes something and shares it, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Uh, we don't take it for granted. We're really trying to grow here um, into like a hockey talk slash gambling aficionado show. We definitely want to talk hockey. But, uh, yeah, so really, really impressive trade pulled off by Jim Rutherford. Patrick Alvin. That's probably why Alvin couldn't get on the phone with Kipper and Bourne today. Something went down. He was supposed to be on and then uh, not available. I'm assuming they were doing the workings of this deal as per because Alvin just signed a contract extension. We had not talked about that on this show, but um, pretty, pretty crazy, man. Uh, uh, Paul Almeida says Holland better get working if he wants to bring the Flames Lindholm to the Oilers and keep the Canucks from getting him. Kuzmenko apparently needs to wave his no trade to Calgary. Um, that's from Paul Almeida an hour ago. Is the NHL has treated this trade out? So uh, I don't think it's going to work out for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, so uh, yeah, Kevin Weeks live at thirty thousand feet. <laughs> My main yeah, man. He's, Go he's ahead. He's in the United United uh, Porto portion of the airport there, and you could just see the top of his head, and he was kind of just reporting what he heard. So you got all these hockey insiders and outsiders and everybody all over the place, all over the countries and airports everywhere right now. Then this news drops, and Lindholm's on his way to the All Star game as well, too, right now. So. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize he was Calgary's <laughs> All Star this year. So yeah. that's crazy. So he's going to be, and that's happened before, I think, where a guy's heading to the all-star game and gets traded. So, uh, yeah, I was going to be on Wrestling on the Rocks, a wrestling show. Uh, thus, I'm wearing the American Nightmare shirt, uh, Cody Rhodes, and uh, just talking a little bit, or WWE. Um, and uh, we're going to do something special tomorrow. Uh, so tune in to Wrestling on the Rocks. Um, he'll be putting something out there Uh like a little special edition with uh with me and uh ref marsh um so i had to cancel with him because it was looking dicey anyway uh i had to cancel because this news came out i was like hey we got to go live we got to talk about this so i i, I oh yeah you're right andrew andrew nailed it it happened with bo horvat last year never bo horvat got traded oh, yeah. at the all-star and and lamarillo was again and that benefited them. Now, he didn't play great down the stretch for them, but he's played really well for uh, the Islanders this year. And uh, this is a good – I think the sooner you jump on – I think the teams that wait to the tread day are not doing themselves any favors. 
And I understand there are teams still thinking they're contending. The Caps need to start looking. This is a chance to move a Kuznetsov. You know, he's only got two years left at 7-2. You could eat half of that and really get some some workable things back. And Kuznetsov on a team that's looking for, like, Edmonton, if you put Kuznetsov at a third-line center and take half that money, and I don't know what they'd have to take back. Obviously, they're going to have to get three probably money in, money out. Um, but, you know, you could get a pick. So, Darkness says, I agree, waiting till the deadline is bad. I speak from experience on a year ago. Yeah. Uh, move max, Andrew Ford says. You th- so, the thing with Max Pacioretty is he has a no trade clause. So, he, he signed with the Capitals and had a no trade clause. So, going to be really, he's going to, if he's involved, it's going to have to be a team he wants to go to. By the way, Detroit's tied that game up. I'll update the score. It's 2 2, 6 30. This is a big game for Detroit. This is equally a big game for Ottawa if they have any hopes to get back into the playoff thing. But uh, yeah, I uh, took Detroit, Detroit, and the draw here, and then I got LA with a small play on the draw oh. in the LA game. Yeah, I think Dylan Larkin got the goal there. Wow, that is a oh that sweet. Is, oh, that's Good. a, did you have a goal? Larkin goal. Did you have a goal scoring prop for Larkin? For Larkin. Did you? Oh, hold on. Hold on, here we go. Whoop, 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 whoop. We go in a goal scoring prop. There we go. Yeah, all right. Um, you need LA in regulation. Okay, darkness. Well, that's looking good. It's two nothing, and I don't believe the third period has started yet. Um, yeah, Carolina could use Patch Ready. I agree with that, Andrew. I think I honestly was kind of surprised he didn't re-sign with them, but. Maybe just the handling of his Achilles and how he got injured. Maybe they felt he felt like they got rushed back, and uh, Carolina didn't want to have anything to do with him. Uh, Gabby goes. Timmy's got to stop diving. It's getting crazy when he legitimately gets trips. The refs look the other way. I agree, uh, Gabby. You don't want to get a reputation as a diver, and I know you are a diehard Sens fan, and you want to see it. Tarasenko to Carolina. I could see that. I. I mean, Ottawa should be looking at moving stuff now. Anyway. I really want to know what Ottawa is going to do with Jacob Chitron. Are they going to take Chitron or are they going to try to move? What about the Leafs in on Chitron? Ottawa and the Leafs have been known to make some deals. Which I know it's Toronto needs a right handed shot, though. Don't right. Need a lefty. Yeah, but if you could upgrade, like, so Morgan's a lefty, right? So you could play. You could play. Isn't Morgan a lefty? Yeah, so is TJ Brody. I mean, so is Giordano. But I'm so saying Brody. McCabe. Okay. Like, it's just Lilligarden and Connor Timmons that are right-handed shots there. Yeah, so, oh, hey, Isex, how's it going? Um Good to see you, man. Thanks for coming on. We're on a little early. Um, and we I do, I've just got confirmation. We're gonna have a special guest. Hopefully, we get a big bus, uh, a buzz from that. Um, uh, I was working diligently to get somebody else on to talk about this trade. Um, yeah, I just for me, I was just curious uh what your thoughts were about adding a player like uh Chitrin, who I think would just fit in that lineup really good, and you could play him. You know, I know Benoit's been playing really good, but uh, 
so they have so is T I thought TJ Brody was a right hand shot. No. Oh, no. he's so they have Brody and Morgan Riley playing on the top line together. So yeah, dude. Uh, they have five five left hand shots and two right hand shots. And the right hand shots are Lilligren and Timmons. They severely need somebody on the right side. Well, and Timmons, they're not even counting him in their starting lineup right now. No. They say Morgan Riley, TJ Brody, Simone, Simone Benoit. I've been impressed with him. Jake McCabe, mm -hmm. Giordano, and Lilligren. But Giordano, you could oh yeah, it was a crazy deal, my main man, hot take hockey. Um, and I just I just you know, I, I wonder if you could see a uh I, I mean you Ottawa has to trade one of those defensemen, right? It's you're not trading Sanderson, so you're either trading Shabbat or you're trading Chitrin. It makes no sense to have, I mean, they're gonna have Chitrin's gonna get six to eight million dollars. You're gonna have yeah. you know 24 million per year locked up into three defensemen. So I think Chitrin's name's getting thrown around there way too much for him or Steve Stalos's liking right now. <laughs> what now? You hear that? You hear that on a lot of pods. You hear that on Spit Chicklets, and I was like, "Yeah, way to go! Keep dragging my name through the mud." So Stalos is even more pissed off at me that mess that I'm mentioning Chitrin. Like he, he said, there was no no trade for him. He never put him out on a block. He never put it out there. It's just people putting his name out there, I guess, because it does make sense to probably move him at the deadline, but or Andrew says, during, during the all-star yeah. game, like Lindholm. Yeah. I just, I mean, you, you know, I get it, but this is, like I said, the teams that get early are good to go. I think that, one, you give more time to gel and, uh, um, and one, you, you get, get an extra month. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you know, I mean, like Vancouver knows they're going for it. Calgary knows it's going to be an uphill battle just to try to make the playoffs, and and they're what three years away from their new arena. Tear it down, build it back up. By the time you hit twenty twenty seven, you've got a young team that's developed. This is a good move by Conroy. I will be if they don't sign uh, Hannafin. I expect them to trade him. I wouldn't even be shocked if they moved on from Kadri. I think that definitely doesn't happen at this year uh but in two two or two seasons a year or two i could see him trading cadre um especially when the cap if we get you know between now and two seasons you got 12 15 million more in cap space a lot of teams would be willing to take him on colorado probably take him back with open arms uh i i really thought lindholm to colorado or like the new york rangers would be big but those two teams didn't have a ton to give up and 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 i you know, give Vancouver credit. They're giving up some stuff here. Well, Andrew likes Hannafin back to Carolina, but Andrew, you don't need defensemen in Carolina. It's like the one thing you don't need. So, um, well, I'm sure Rutherford's made some calls on, on Kuzmenko and just tried to get the best he could back from him because I was a good little carrot to dangle out of Vancouver as well. I'm sure he got a hold of Dubas to see about moving Gensel for Kuzmenko and some kind of deal there. Probably not happening. It'd be interesting to see if they carry Gensel. I mean, they'll probably wait till the trade deadline till Pittsburgh's either in or out for sure to make that move. Probably not so early for a team like Pittsburgh, but like you said, a team like Calgary that knows they can they can get a good haul, bring in Kuzmenko. They're that Yoni Yermo guy. He was um, he was a defenseman for Finland at the 2022 uh, World Juniors, and then the uh, the other Hunter guy too. He's putting up the points in Kitchener. And then you, I mean, you got the first round pick. It's a low pick, but then you got a fourth. I mean, it's 
a good deal for both teams. Calgary definitely got a haul, but Vancouver's in win-now mode, and they get a guy nice and early, like you said. So you get to start with your new team coming out of the All-Star break nice and fresh as well, too. So I don't know. It's a great, great hockey move, man. Yeah, so Gabby, just real quick to go back to what we were talking about with Ottawa says, I have no issues with keeping all three defensemen, make it work, get a strong right-hand defenseman, maybe trade Tarasenko for pieces and trade pieces for the RAG, and then fill the rest of your team with young kids. Yeah, I get that. I mean, and Gabby, you're going to have a high pick this year. I mean, if you don't improve in the standings, which, you know, I, I Ottawa's traditionally been a second-half team as of late, but they just couldn't start the way they did. Um Darkness, St. Louis would like Hannafin if they could extend him. I, I guarantee you no one's trading for him without getting an extension in place uh, so they can get that eighth year. So if anybody's giving up anything for Hannafin, uh, Darkness, we're definitely going to see that. Uh, so you say Slavin plus Pesci, though. I, Andrew, I'm not I'm not reading what you're saying. Are you, are you thinking potentially that you would have somebody um, – one of those two players and Slavin and Pesci be part of the trade. I know Pesci is Pesci up for a deal. His deal's up this year, right? He's a UFA. Pending UFAs. We should just look. Who's uh, UFAs? Pending UFAs. Uh, that friendly has a pretty good. Uh, Trade them both for hand. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know why they would move on from Jacob Slavin, but, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, that Calgary trade when they got uh, Hannafin and Lindholm for who was it for Furland and uh, Dougie Hamilton? I think that was a two for two trade when Ham Hannafin and Lindholm went to Calgary, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It sent Furland and uh, well, so Hamilton. Hannafin. So Hannafin was part of the trade to bring Hamilton to Carolina and then Carolina let Hamilton walk. I think he, he became a UFA. I, and I think he played a couple of seasons there. Did he not? Yeah. So, yeah. So the top RFA UFA is obviously Pedersen. Then you've got Sam Reinhardt, Matt Murray, Matt Murray will be a free agent next year. I, you know, Kipper has said on his show he believes he'll play. So if he's not playing with Toronto, he'll play somewhere. And if he's healthy, like I could see Toronto having him as a third emergency goalie in the playoffs. Wouldn't you? I mean, if you have a healthy Joseph Wall and Sam Sonoff continues to play good, and because there's no cap penalties and you're already paying Murray, and you're probably not going to get anything for him, except for maybe a team that wants LTIR relief might trade for him since he's a since he's a UFA that ended this year, I could see that actually being a trade. Um, if, if these general managers get uh, still two, two, by the way, in that Ottawa Detroit game, three minutes left to go. You had the draw, correct. And then we're still looking good on the Kings being up two nothing on uh, um, Nashville, but I think there's a penalty for interference. And I do not know if that's going against Nashville. I think that might be, well, nope, doubt he's going to the box. He does not look happy. So Sam Reinhardt, another UFA. I expect Reinhardt to sign. I mean, he does tackle him, I guess, but it looked like the goalie had the puck anyway. Kind of a dumb penalty for Dowdy to take. Yeah. Um, 
Tyler Myers going to be UFA. I expect I expect Vancouver is trying to move out Tyler Myers and add another top four defenseman. So that could be a Hannafin or Tanev. Um, then then Gendel, you don't have to attach another pick to that. Yo, know, I yeah, I mean you're gonna you gotta get give something to get something right. Adam Henrique, we expect him to be traded, and we talked about it. Anthony Mantha, he's having a good year for the Caps too, man. He's really having a good year. Uh, he he's a big forward. That anybody that's looking to add, like the Islanders, somebody I don't know, the Caps that eat fifty percent of that, they're not retaining any salary on anybody, so they could make some trades and retain. Um, uh, as much as I hate. Uh, uh, as much as I hate to uh, get run him out because he's had such a good year, he you know it might be time to move on from him and get some assets back, and it's a good way. This is where Brian McClellan needs his due diligence. Jake Muzzin is a UFA. You think Jake Muzzin comes back? That's highly doubtful, right? Um, no right. The only right shot D that's a UFA uh, besides Tyler Myers. So what about a Tyler Myers to Toronto? Would you, would you like? You need a right shot, D. You said. <laughs> I guess that would work, but you know. Maybe like a three-way trade where TJ Brody gets. I don't know. I mean, you got to get money out, right? You got to get three, yeah. six million out. So Brody makes like five. You're gonna have to make. You probably have to have Vancouver retain maybe a mil on that if you just did a straight swap. Um, which they probably would be yeah, willing yeah. to do if they're trying to get rid of Tyler Myers. Um, yeah, D'Angelo, I expect to get traded. He's not really even playing full time. I think he's kind of seventh ing for the problem is Carolina. I mean, they have so many D on that team. Like they really could afford to get rid of them. Um, yeah, KQ, big time trade for your Flames. Yep, Flames getting some players. Uh, that's why we went early. That's why we went early, guys. Um, so, yeah, Jordan Everly is a free agent. I could see Seattle trading him, too. We'll see. Okay, here we got Perlo here. Hey, Perlo, how's it going? Sorry we went early, but just huge trade. I said there would be a trade over the All-Star, and then Andrew reminded me last year that we saw the Bo Horvat trade, and I think these GMs that jump on it early. Now, obviously, oh. that didn't work out great. I, he's played great this year for them. No doubt about Nashville it. Scored. Oh, yeah. Philip Forsberg makes it 2-1. And we're about a minute 21 left from you hitting your draw and the, the game here. So we are going to have a special guest to come on. Uh, I have gotten confirmation he's going to come on as soon as he gets back from his hotel. Uh, and we'll have him on the show to talk about this um, crazy trade. Uh, Perla, why don't you give uh, your thoughts on what, what do you think the move – you think it's a good move by – Vancouver. Um, it's a great move by Vancouver. You get rid of a player that didn't want to be there and then a bunch of other stuff to get a good player. Like, it, this is a great, great, great move. Is is the, is that beeping from my end or am, or am I getting a... Oh, no, just wait. It's like a smoke alarm beep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, ISEX is hearing it. Yeah, it's smoke alarm beep. 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's this not is your annual reminder. We'll do it on the show every year. We'll just remind Perlo change the batteries and his smoke alarms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear it clear as day, and I think it's in my house. And the last time I did it, it was not. It was not on my end. So, well, just look um, at those guys that that Calgary got back from from Vancouver for Hannafin. Sure, you sure you got Kuzmenko. Sure, the picks are down there, but you got two defensemen in there. One was high upside for Lindholm. For Lindholm. For Lindholm, I meant. But yeah, the, yeah, look at the defensemen. So that just points to their next move, probably, right? Being able to insert well, yeah, I mean, the back end a little bit with prospects in that deal. Well, they're definitely going to trade Chris Tanev too, right? Now, now it makes no sense if they're not re-signing Lindholm. I expect him if they re-sign him, great. There's some. I mean, he just turned 27, so if he signs eight-year deal, it only takes him to 35. It's not a bad deal, you know. It's a really good deal. Mm -hmm. Um, Chris Tanev is the right shot D that's, yeah, I know the Leafs won, but he makes four or five. So, um, we, we don't have KQ. I don't, who do you think won the deal? Is that who you're asking? I think right now, immediately you got to give it to Vancouver, but I think long-term it looks like PLD took a penalty. So, uh, they're going down again, a man here. The Kings might be, this might be slipping it away from him. Yep. Uh, King, uh, Sens and Wings are going OT. So you hit your sure. draw, Rico. Yeah, now I need Detroit to win an overtime or shootout. That would be even better. But I hit the draw, and I got the LA draw with the LA win as well. Yeah, I I, re I reached out to Canuck Clay, and he, I, he would have agreed to come on the show. Uh, but he was at church, so he was really annoyed that this all this Canucks news was going on. So I told him, have a good service, Clay. Thank you so much. If you guys don't know Clay, uh, he's great. Uh, um, he's a great guy, uh, and you should always check out his channel. Uh, he hosts uh, Canucks After Dark. He was uh, part of the SDPN. Uh, he did Canucks Game Over, um, and I'm, he's had a pretty happy year, I'm, I'm sure. Um with uh um what's been going on hey i, I really want to uh thank hot take hockey for uh retweeting and posting that we're live thank you every bit of that helps um we've got perlo back okay so perlo go ahead and finish your thoughts on this deal um you know uh did you get to see the deal in total uh here it is i'll, I'll just uh i'll just put it up for you so, oh, we'll go this way. So that's the deal in total as per the NHL. Land home for Andre Kuzmenko, Hunter Brustowicz, who's playing for the Kitchener Rangers, but was on the U.S. development team. And uh, Rico had a little bit more on Yoni, Yoni Yermo. And then they get a first-round pick and a conditional fourth-round pick. So that's the deal in totality. Yeah, so Yermo was a defenseman on the Finnish 2022 World Junior Team. And then Hunter Busnevich or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, U.S. development team played for Kitchener Rangers last two years, including this year. 67 points in 48 games, I believe, for a tall right-handed shot defenseman. Yeah, dude, which are gold in the NHL right now, right, too. We're just talking about that, like who the free agents are. Matt Dumba's another guy maybe that could be added. Pesci also, but I, I – do you see Carolina moving Pesci out unless they get somebody else in, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe they can afford to trade Pesci because of all their defensive depth. But 
But go ahead, Perlo, uh, your thoughts on the deal. It's a great deal. I mean, Kuzmenko wasn't playing really all that much. Um, and then you got a bunch of, like, maybes. So I think it's a great deal for Vancouver. I think they did a really good move here. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's what yeah. I would say. Yeah. And not straight. Look at the timing. Time. Yeah. I mean, I love that they get an extra month with Lindholm. And I we were talking about this before you came on, Perlo. I think these GMs that wait till the trade deadline now are not doing themselves service. And I understand there are teams that are like, oh, we're still in it. And the money revenue from having playoff games is huge. But I uh I just don't know. So Andrew says Pesci plus D'Angelo for a bottom six forward. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe they move, maybe they move uh a Pesci. Uh I, I like Pesci. I I wouldn't mind seeing him on my team. I know he's having a little bit of a down year this year. He's got three goals, four assists, and he's a minus two. Uh, but uh, and yeah, I, think, I, I think he moves for sure. They're going to use him for something. I don't know what Ooh, they're going to get. You think Pesci moves for sure? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that's 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 a uh, – I'm surprised to hear you say that. That's that's crazy. Okay. I do, I'll keep <laughs> popping that up. We are having a special guest on. Uh, like I said, he – 15 minutes or so and then tonight we're going to do something a little different after we end the show we're going to stay on for what i'll call sudden death overtime where we just bs about hockey and until guys have to leave and go do other things since we have some games on we have some actual decent games on and we still have anaheim and san jose to drop the puck at 10 30 eastern i don't know if we'll be on that long but we'll definitely be on for a little bit um and if anybody needs to take a break we'll oh take a break damn it Oh, oh did Ottawa win in overtime? Okay, Ottawa wins in OT. Oh, uh, well, you didn't have Ottawa, Rico? I had to draw, but I also took oh. Detroit on the, the money line. Oh, I had I, I Ottawa, so. KQ says the suspense. He, if you guys know me well, you won't be surprised who the guest is. But um, I, I really – anybody that knows Bacon, reach out to him because we miss him in the uh, environment here. And uh, – and I'd love to see him around. Uh, I, I just uh, – I think that he's a great Flames fan and stuff like that. So, by the way, 15 minutes into that power – 15 seconds of that power play for Nashville, Ryan O'Reilly took a penalty. Then there's another penalty by the Kings. It's four on three for 18 seconds. Still 2-1 L.A. Uh, this has been crazy. Uh, an excellent shot on goal by Philip Forsberg to give you a little bit of play-by-play -play here as the uh, Nashville Predators try to – use the last seconds of this four on three. Uh, I'll give you the stats. I guess it's going to be a four on four for 17 seconds. And then we're going to see, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm assuming Nashville will have about a minute 45, five on four. Um, so uh, 1130 to go left in that game. Uh, so. Uh, and Who'd Rico you have on that one? Who'd you have on that one, Rico? I took LA, LA in the draw. Oh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick for sure. I, I took I, I took Nashville. I, I just don't trust that LA team at all right now. Like not at all. Isaacs took Isaacs had Well, it was two nothing LA Perlo. They've looked pretty good so far, but yes, I totally get it. Yeah. By Isaacs, the way, Isaacs had the sends too. 
That's money. Yeah, there you go. SpaceX is gonna have the sends, Rico. So he's all <laughs> sharing in the chat. Oh yeah. That's um, okay. I'm super uh I'm super stoked for IceX and super bummed out for my good friend Rico that he didn't hit his bet. Uh I of course don't have anything on anything until me and and uh occupancy get a little set down and I'll see how his gambling app works for those of us that live in states where we have to go through these fangle sporting, you know, plus mm. point things. So we'll just see. So yeah, uh, just to recap, uh, we're we came on early, forty minutes ago, to break talk about the breaking news of Elias Lindholm being traded from Vancouver to Calgary, or, or I'm sorry, from Calgary to Vancouver. Um, Perlo loves the deal. I, I more than anything, I don't even know how Lindholm's going to fit in there, but I'm I just think Rick Talk is such a great coach. He's going to do a unbelievable stuff here. So uh Isaac says yes sends money line which he hit Kings 1.5 which I think you need another goal here from the Kings and don't you Nashville's only got 10 seconds left of this power play the LA has effectively killed it so I think they won't be scoring on the power play at the very least um yeah the power play is over they did get a nice scoring chance but LA is back to even strength uh and Isaac, uh, so you need another goal, I'm assuming. If I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. And then he has Ducks plus 105. Laugh out loud. So, Ice, thanks for being with us, man. Appreciate you. Uh, Rico, Rico. Nash go ahead, go ahead. Oh, go sorry. Ahead. I'll just say quickly, Nashville's out shooting the Kings pretty good, too. So, yeah. yeah, so Rico, for the – oh, uh he just tweeted, so you will see. Um, uh, you will see that we'll maybe get a little bit of plus and guests uh, with our good friend coming on here real quick. I'll let you know. Uh, Rico, for the people that didn't show up early, uh, why don't you just recap your thoughts on the deal? And uh, hopefully our guest pops on here pretty soon, and then we'll get his thoughts and where he wants to see some other moves and stuff. Everybody heading to Toronto for the weekend. I feel kind of jealous. I'm not there for it. Uh, it would be so much fun. Chicklets, the Wayne Gretzky thing, all the stuff going on there just looks like a great time. Um, I sure could. Uh, sure would be cool. They've already got. Uh, uh, they already got um, stuff up for welcoming Kuzmenko to Calgary. Um, I've already seen people put uh, Lindholm in a Canucks jersey. So, oh, I'm sorry. Ducks minus one and a half. Sorry. I, I, I got you. But, King, oh, Kings minus one and a half. I, I apologize. The thing I like about it is Vancouver and Calgary are already trade partners. Zadorov's already used to playing in that division because Manko's just got to jump a province over. Like, that's awesome. Just keep yeah. it close to each other. Keep it within the division. And then we'll, it'll be nice because we'll see Lindholm play in Calgary as well, too. So, cue the tribute video. But, I like the deal. Get it done early. Sure, you got to overpay a little bit, but like we said, you're getting over a month before the trade deadline for this guy. The only people that hate these deals are like the TSN insiders and stuff. They got to sit on that desk all day on trade deadline day when half the moves have been made already. So great move for Vancouver. It's going to, he's probably going to slide in that second second line center role because you got two lines in Vancouver right now, the 649 line with Pedersen and uh, JT Miller and Besser. But then you got Connor Garland playing with 
Joshua and Teddy Bluger, and that's been a good line for him too. So you'll probably see maybe Lindholm with like a Mikhaev and maybe a Hoaglander or something. Might be a nice little makeshift second line for him, but it's it's great, man. I like teams going in early, but pack it's like a it's like a pack your shit trade, eh? Like Lindholm packed his bag to left leave Calgary for the for the All Star game, and it's like, okay, just letting you know you're not coming back here, by the way. Yeah. And Kuzmenko too, but he's not going to the All Star game. He might be on some beach somewhere in Cabo, and somebody probably yeah. pulled him on his phone or just text him and said, "Hey, listen, man, you might want to check Twitter, check Beard's Twitter, Kuzmenko. You got traded." <clears throat> this is what Daily Faceoff has currently. Just as of a few seconds ago, they have yeah. uh, Elias Pettersson moved to the wing, Lindholm as the number one center. McCabe is the right wing. Suter, Miller, Bresser is the second line. And then everything basically stays the same. So really they just have moving Lindholm over to uh, uh to the first line center, which is which is inc- if this is what goes down, this is incredible that on the 31st of January, Patrick Alvin adds the number one center to his team that you know now they'll get all of February, all of March, and the rest of April, which is, you know, 10 weeks of hockey to uh, solidify the chemistry with this this team. And I, I still think they're probably going to add a defenseman too. So going to be I really think if By looking at that beard, I think you slot in JT Miller and Besser back up to that first line where they've been playing, and then you put the Lindholm and Micaiah break down to the second line. You switch those two together, the centerman to right on the first two lines. And just roll with that 649 line. I think that's the way they've been doing it anyway. But And then leave the blue yeah. line alone because they've been playing good this year. So you're saying JT Miller, Besser, and Better their first line. They've been playing with each other all year. Yeah, yeah. And then Suter or something. Oh, and, everything and, okay? And Pierce Suter is like a bit of a centerman too. So say if you need to uh, to slot him in to take a draw here and there or if Lindholm gets kicked out of that center circle during a draw. Pierce Suter is more than capable. The only one I'm missing there is on that fourth line. You probably see uh, Hoaglander there. Because I don't see his name in that top nine. Yeah. Uh, was he banged up or something? They have him on the fourth line on this. With oh, Mills, Millman, and Lafferty. That's what, they've, that's what they've got him on here. But, you know, Vancouver, from what I've noticed from them, is they're not – they're rolling four lines, right? I mean, it feels mm-hmm. like they're not – they're not like a, the Leafs that have a fourth line, but – give it you know six minutes instead of like 10 or 11 you know what i'm saying like yes you want your top guys on the ice the most but you know like i would be interested actually i can just look at their last 10 game stats it'll tell me what their ice time is isn't it yeah so yeah oh kings just went up okay does that help does that help ice so you're a little bit ahead of me so uh byfield's working the puck down below to uh oh yeah nice kick kick what a pass from byfield out to uh okay our special guest is here the one the only 
John Viveros from Hot Take Hockey. Thanks, John. Appreciate you popping on. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. You're traveling for work, all this crazy stuff. And I said yesterday on our show, I love the GMs that get out in front on these trade things. This is a huge move from Patrick Alvine. He was supposed to be on Real Kipper and Born Today and mysteriously didn't show. Now we know why. Yeah. Give us your thoughts. So, yeah, I mean, if you're talking about the full deal here, and I actually, I made a quick reaction video because we really didn't know. I mean, all the top insiders and Rick Dollywall, who's close to the Canucks, was trying to figure it out. But, I mean, when you look at this deal right now, it's a huge get for the Calgary Flames in terms of their whole package. But, obviously, this puts the Vancouver Canucks over the top in terms of being a contender. So, um, so I mean, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. It's Elias Lindholm to the Canucks. You've got Yanni Yermo, young prospect, 2020 third-round pick. You've got Hunter Brustevich, who's Kitchener Rangers, and I've been able to watch him this year, guys. I'm talking about, like, one of the most dynamic defensemen in junior hockey right now. The fact that he got snubbed by Team USA in the World Juniors, obviously they didn't need him because they still won. But, I mean, this yeah. guy is so dynamic. I think he has 69 points in 47 games right now. Uh, so the fact that they got him in that deal, he's a right-shot defenseman, and he was already a steal for the Canucks in that deal. Uh, they got a first-round pick, a fourth-round pick. And Andre Kuzmenko finally gets out of Vancouver, uh, gets out of the Rick Tockett situation. And you know what, Kuzmenko, I mean, I think this shows, and Jeremiah, I know we've talked about it before, uh, this shows how impactful a coach can be on a player. Kuzmenko was a guy that was scoring goals left and right for the Canucks, was so successful in that system. And then you go to a more tighter system with Rick Tockett, and Kuzmenko's not as successful. I mean, he goes, he goes from basically a point-per-game guy to half a point-per-game guy. So... I think this is perfect for all parties involved here. I mean, I said it in my initial reaction video. I don't know how you can argue that the Canucks, if they put JT Miller at the center spot, which I think in a lot of situations they will, they have the best center depth in hockey. There should be no debate. You have Elias Pettersson, probably a top six, top seven center in the league right now easily. You have JT Miller who can play up the middle. And then Elias Lindholm, I think this year, his points don't do him justice. I think he is... I, you know what? And I saw, Perlo, your tweet. Maybe not the Selkie candidates we see, like, across the board, but I think in terms of his two-way ability as a – think about this guy against potential third-line matchups. He's going to tear it up. I mean, he was just trying to be on the top line with the Calgary Flames. Now he's going to face third-line matchups with the Vancouver Canucks. So I am really excited about this deal. I mean, Jeremiah, I will say this. The fact that I swear all these big deals happen when I'm out or like work commitments or whatever. I mean, I see this deal dropping. I'm like, man, why can't I just be at home chilling for a night when these deals happen? But I mean, Elias Lindholm to Vancouver is absolutely insane. Um, and I think the conversation needs to happen about why do Vancouver and Calgary want to make all these deals together? They're in the same division. I swear, like I go back to like Ben Barchi and like all these deals they used to make together. And now they're making a huge block. Like, I mean, that's my tangent for but I'll say this. Brustevich is a huge get for the Calgary Flames in terms of the rebuild. Right shot defenseman dynamic, as I said. Yermo, I'll, I'll wait to see because he's played overseas and I haven't seen him too much. But the fact that they got a first-round pick and Kuzmenko, who I think will get a much better opportunity in Calgary as a primary guy. And, I mean, with the younger coach as well, I mean, I think both teams won big here. I mean, Elias Lindholm was probably going to leave Calgary in free agency. They got a top-end prospect, a first-round pick, and a roster player of a guy that can score 25 goals and put up 60-plus points. If you're a Calgary Flames fan, you are happy. If you're a Vancouver Canucks fan, you are happy. And sure, Chris Tanev wasn't in this trade, 
But I I don't know, guys. I have this sense that another trade might be coming. I think maybe it was a little complicated. Sure, Chris Tanev could go somewhere else. But I think the value in itself, Chris Tanev today could fetch a first-round pick. So the fact that the Calgary Flames got this package just for Lindholm, and they could get another first-round pick for Tanev, this yeah. rebuild could happen really fast for the Calgary Flames. And then think about it. Noah Hannafin's still there. Like, they need to yeah. figure out they're going to re-sign Noah Hannafin. Or guess what? Alert. They could trade another Get yes. pick. So they can get three first-round picks plus top-end prospects plus Kuzmenko for the trio of three and not spend money because I, I think if the Calgary Flames could rewind, they would go, hmm, let's not re-sign Huberto long-term and flip them for assets and have all this cap space for our future guys. So they regret that mistake, and I think they're learning from that now and getting a bunch of assets. I mean, we're seeing crazy things right now, folks. It's incredible. I was going to say, too, I don't know if you heard, but I've heard through the grapevine that Hannafin has been offered a less $60 million, eight-year, $60 million deal with them, and he's considering taking it, probably thinking that there, he's not going to find that on the open market right now. By the way, Nashville did just score to make it 3-2, to two, so we have a game, 324 left in the third. Uh, thanks for ISEX keeping us up to date. Um, I know uh, you can just rest assured, John, when you are on a work remote trip, some shit going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, well, I really and to the viewers out there, a big shout out, big shout out. Um, I was with one of my bosses, so like obviously, I'm going to be committed to like being out and, and being uh, kind of present. That, but I mean, I'm t- I'm going to the washroom, taking a quick peek at my phone, and I'm seeing like Darren Dreger say confirmed to Lindholm the Canucks, and I'm like, holy shit. So, I just head out outside, just. <laughs> rip it a quick three minute reaction but it's just like that's how it goes sometimes man it's the name of the game uh, yeah i uh, i was gonna um i i thought i posted that in the chat instead i put in the, uh um but uh check out john's video i i always uh leave a comment if i can or like it i put the link in the chat um he's he's doing other jobs and still keeping the hot take hockey brand alive uh when you if you can see just right over my head, there's the hot take hockey podcast. Uh, which yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure you're coming back. Believe me, I'm, I'm in a hotel right now. So <laughs> yeah, no, I so appreciate you coming on John uh, and just giving us your thoughts. Um, this guy does hits for CTV. He's an absolute legend. He's working for the Brantford Bulldogs and doing other things. Really appreciate John. If you don't know who Hot Take Hockey is, you obviously obviously man, you pump my tires too much. I don't know if I deserve it. Yeah, you do deserve it, man. You're an awesome guy. You're an even better person. Um, and I'll never forget the night we together could have met Morgan Friendly at the same time. But uh, what a crazy oh, I don't fun know if time! Story on here, huh? I said I don't know if we've ever told that story on here. We when could. We ditched us. We could tell, yeah. So Rico had to go home. We could tell it. We could tell it. Um, and and John was leaving to catch a train, and I'm like, cool. He was gonna maybe stay with me, but it was like, okay, we had to figure it out. He was kind of hemming and hawing, and uh, he he left, and he comes back to the table. I'm talking to this couple. Uh, they were cool people, uh, and uh, John comes back, and I go, what's up? And he goes, something happened. I'll have to tell you. And I was like. I thought maybe somebody started some shit with him or something. And then, and then, uh, like, oh, look, he's got a picture with Mark and Riley. And then, uh, so that was really cool. I kind of found out after the fact. And then, um, I go back to my hotel and there's Morgan Riley talking with his family. So, 
I was yeah, like, dude, oh, hey, Morgan Riley. I didn't, I didn't go bother him though. I, dude, the I best didn't... was just meet meeting you all at the game, man. Just meeting you for the first time. All of a sudden, we're sitting there, a few rows up, watching the game. Next thing you know, we're just walking down the street like three dudes, just laughing our ass off. Beards just telling us old old war stories about being in the army. He's got being hot taking stitches, just laughing at. <laughs> We end up at some little dive bar that beer's been drinking at for like three days. <laughs> it's like right across from this hotel. I don't think it's a dive bar. Center, it's a like... bar. It wasn't a dive bar. I'm going to take exception to calling it a dive bar. Bro. No, no. Okay. Furlough, you got to come a... You gotta come see the dynamic between these two. Because I'm telling you, Jeremiah says the, the most hilarious shit. And Rico's side comments just make it even better. Dude, we were laughing yeah. our ass off, man. Like, right beside the Scotiabank, Beer's wife put him up in, like, the best hotel in Toronto. Then it's, like, midnight, and these guys are doing shots, eh? And I'm like, I got to drive home. I got to work in the morning. So <laughs> I just took it easy on the sauce there. But it was, like, I remember it was, like, 12.05, and I'm, like, right downtown so, Toronto. And I'm, like, so two Rico, hours away from home. Like, see ya, fellas. So I don't know if Jeremiah told you. So, yeah, I was, like, I was heading out, and I was, like, oh, I got to hit the pisser. Like, I, I got to hit the washroom. And I'm going to the washroom. And I, and I hear to my left ear, I'm like, uh, hearing, do you know where the washroom is? I turn to my left, full suit, Morgan Riley asking the bartender where the washroom is. So I'm walking in the washroom with Morgan Riley. This guy hits the first urinal. I don't want to be a creep and hit the only urinal next to him. So I hit the stall. And there's like 10, there's like 10 quiet seconds of just us hitting the pisser. I'm in the stall. He's at the urinal. And then 10 seconds later, he's like, so you enjoy the game tonight? And while this is happening, I'm wearing a full Morgan Riley jersey, Morgan Riley hat, and Riley's just shooting the shit to me while we're both pissing like a racehorse. That's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, and you know what makes it special, John? You know, uh, there's a loss in this whole thing, too, that's kind of a bummer for me, and I'll say it first, is that two of my best friends live in Ontario now. Like, you know, between you and Rico, it's like, it sucks. We need to do this more than once a year, that's for sure. But, uh... It's just so special to me because that was the first time you and I had got to meet in person after knowing each other for three years. And so a lot of the chat doesn't know. Just super cool. I hope I lived up to the expectation of being a good guy. Um, Beauty guy. And just, dude, you can always reach out to me, man. I consider you one of my good friends. Um, Rico, the same. Perlo, obviously, as well. He just happens to live in Edmonton in this scenario, which we're doing Edmonton. We've already talked about. I want to do the outdoor rink thing in Jasper, so maybe hot take. We could we could plan something for this um, next year. I, I think it's around this time. So uh, King scored again four two on an empty net. That looks like that's going to be the game. So. Um, I'll give a hot take hockey a breather here as, as he's doing something. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't mean a dive bar. It was a sports bar, but it was just yeah. dark and at night and 12 o'clock. And it was just like, you know, not a shit ton of people there left. People probably drinking before and after the hockey game and dispersed from then. It just, yeah, it was awesome, man. Yeah, no, I had an unbelievable time. And it's always going to be really hold special. I told my wife the only thing that would have made it cooler is if she had gotten to be there. Because you guys would have yeah. loved her equally. I mean, I have an incredible wife, so um, I'm, I appreciate her so much. But we are going to do that uh, um, that uh, Hall of Fame thing again, and we're going to a couple of games. And uh, John, you're going to bring out your Sigo, and Rico, you can bring out your Sigo, and we'll go have a dinner too. I want to have a nice Sig, you know, dinner sit yeah, down. Maybe. Beard, maybe if we got our wives and girlfriends with us, you won't get fights picked by guys in a wheelchair at Jackasters. 
you know what though? I don't feel I'll just say this. We weren't out doing stupid shit or anything. That's not really my MO. I was never that way in the army. In fact, the guys who went looking for fights were guys that I didn't want anything to do with. So um, and you guys were perfect gentlemen. Um, I I'm not the type of guy looking for fights. I definitely could have ended a few in my day. Um I'll just say that. Um and and that wasn't when I weighed 225 pounds. So um I still know how to fight. I just uh that guy that guy had a mental health thing or something. And uh I I, I think I, I handled that situation as best we could. We were eating tacos. What are you like? I don't, we weren't starting any shit. I don't, I asked you guys, if, did I cut this guy off or something? I don't even remember it. Happening, so, um, but yeah, no, it was an amazing, amazing time. So, um, John, I know you're working and wherever you are, you don't have to say, uh, I appreciate you hanging out. Um, I mean, I can say if you want. Yeah, please hang out as, as long as you want. We're going to kind of end the official uh, show, but we're going to stay on for what I call OT and just us bullshitting. We talked about it yesterday, and uh, it's really fun for uh, us to just kind of talk hockey and stuff. I'm going to play the outro just as a break, but hang out. We're not going anywhere. We're just going to talk and BS about the remaining game. Uh, What? We'll still be live. Okay. I was going to say, if you want, I mean, totally up to you. It's your show. I was going to say, if you want to, like, maybe try to bring in the Calgary Flames Canucks diehards, maybe put, like, Elias Lindholm edition and then every time people are searching up Elias Lindholm in NHL, they're like, oh, Sports Beard Show. Okay. I'm yeah, you'll, yeah. You'll have to show, like, yeah. You'll have to, I did put it in the thing, uh, the the trade, but, uh, yeah, you know. As you description, it should be fine. Yeah. So uh, I appreciate you, man, selling it. So I'll just play the outro, but we're not disconnecting from live. Hang out, everybody in the chat. We're going to go. I may open the door because my dogs have been little buttheads. And they're mad, but uh, just real quick, uh, 20 second outro. Okay, we're back. And thanks for everybody that hung out. We're just going to BS and talk games. Kings look relieved they've won a game here. Uh, Nashville's another team. Are they going to trade UC Soros? I've heard, I've heard, I've heard rumors that UC maybe they have Askarov. They could they could trade him, and he's not played really well this year. If you look at his underlying numbers, he's not been great. So Trotz, man, being a you know, did he get? I believe he brought Mitch Corn back with him. So I think Mitch Corn, who I think is one of the best goalie coaches. Um, I don't know. Have you heard that in your rumblings, Hot Take Hockey? Any uh, UC? I know the Leafs are always trying to be linking those fans, link themselves to every. But have you heard any of those Soros rumors? Um, not specifically about the Leafs lately. I think um, that's not their priority. But um, yeah, there's. I mean, there's a couple teams out there that um, I thought would make sense. Um, but I mean, it's weird. Cause like this year there's been like some teams. So like in the off season, I actually thought Pittsburgh could be a candidate if they let, uh, Jari go, obviously that's not the case anymore. And they're not even in a play spot. Um, so like that's irrelevant. Um, I think similar thing with, I mean, I, I wondered with Washington, but Lindgren's obviously been a good story. Um, so, uh, we'll see what happens there, but yeah, I mean, I, it, the fit is just odd. Like 
I think there's there's so many goalies available. I, I feel like LA on paper could use a goalie, but I mean on paper, Cam Talbot and Riddick have had good numbers. So it's kind of weird that way, right? Like I think there's a couple teams that could use a goalie, but then at the same time, like that's just more so us speaking on paper. Like the Kings, do they have a big quality goalie for the next five years? No. But right now they it's not really their issue. Their issue is like their personnel up front and their identity, like and they're just I mean, they've lost all confidence there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've heard a little bit of rumblings, but I've also heard this. I'll say this. I heard that Barry Trotz absolutely loves UC Saros and that it would have to take a monster deal to trade him. So I'll leave it at that. I, I think similar to this. I mean, I think the Calgary Flames loved Elias Lindholm, and he was a rental. Look what this look, look what this required, guys. I mean, Vancouver Canucks fans deservedly should be happy here, but so yeah. should fans. Like, this was a massive return. Yeah, I would love to hear from our old friend Bacon. I, I I haven't heard from him in a while. I don't know if you've seen him in your stream, and I, I've been actually vocalizing Bacon come out uh, because he was that Flames fan I always wanted to hear from because I felt like he had his finger on the pulse of that team pretty well, just being a diehard fan. And I know he was a, a loyal listener of your show. So, Bacon, hopefully you hear this and come back to our shows and say hi and tell us what you think about the Flames. Uh, cause I love, I reached out to connect clay tonight too, John. Cause I, w- I love to have him. And he said he would love to come on. He was at church. So he was really oh, upset man. that the trade went down. So don't feel bad that you, uh, you know, are in a, always a sticky situation, doing some work, doing some stuff. Hey, real quick. Uh, just since we're BS and hockey and I saw you give away grill on the internet and stuff, like just doing all kinds of fancy stuff for the bulldogs. How's, uh, how's that season going? Uh, can you hear me and Stevie? Yeah, I can hear you, but we lost uh, we lost folk uh, visual. Oh, you're back. You're back now. No worries. Um, um, yeah, no, that's um, I mean that's going well. Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll give you the quick spiel, right? Uh, just without giving up too much personal info, but um, so basically, I work in the broadcast world, kind of just um, across North America, but specifically, I'm in Dallas right now. And um, so that's my full-time gig and I work, I do hosting for the OHL specifically with the Bulldogs right now. That's, that's going really well. I mean, we're, we're top two in the conference. Um, I got to say, just watching some of these guys live, like not even just on the Bulldogs. I mean, the teams, like, that's why I'm saying like um, the Kitchener Rangers, like being able to see some of those guys. And now it's relevant to talk about this trade. Um, yeah. A good season. The London Knights have obviously had a really good season, been able to watch those guys, but yeah, specifically with the Bulldogs. I mean, I can specifically, specifically see them every game and i see guys like florian jackai like arbor jackai's younger brothers on the bulldogs and i mean house fans you've got like a shit disturber there um nick lardis who was a, a third round pick for the chicago blackhawks he's going to be an absolute star that was a steal for the hawks i mean i'm so excited in the future to see that guy play next to bedard so i mean the role is so much fun jeremiah like being being on the mic being able to show my passion like obviously yeah. I, you, I get people fired up but like yeah. Live is just so different. Like being on the ice with the mic in front of like 4,000 fans, just getting people fired up. Obviously it's not the NHL, but I mean, still 4,000 live fans and, and being on the mic, being on the Jumbotron, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. So um, yeah, yeah I'm, very, I'm very grateful for the opportunities I've been given. You know that I believe that you will be in the booth someday. I, I think you're incredible at this. I think you have kind of developed your own thing too. I mean, you're one of the first people I've seen do what you do on YouTube, especially when we're all at p- pandemic and couldn't go to the games anyway. See, you, I thought you found this community of people that like to talk hockey. It's how I know Perlo. It's how I met Rico. 
Um, so, and obviously it's how I met you, uh, John Duncan, Kim, Kim was on, we had our biggest show last week. Kim was on last Monday, I think. And she came on. Um, I wouldn't know her if it wasn't for you. Um, that was fun. She was, she, she was trash talking Viz pretty good too, man. Like she was letting him have it. <laughs> um, so, uh, no, dude, I, like, I, uh, what is that? We're getting, we're getting some. Perlo, is that you? I think that's you. We're getting some talking from the background there, Perlo. No, no worries. You can just mute yourself uh, when you're ready to talk because uh, we're just BS it now. We're not talking about anything specific. Uh, KQ keeps asking Sam how. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Isaac says he needs ducks minus one and a half. Um, any, any bets you guys got laid or. Um, that's uh, John. I was going to say before we, we, we go down that bet road. Uh, I think it's, you know, I'm so proud of where you are and where you're going. Um, I can see you in the booth for ESPN, TSN, Sportsnet one of these years. I hope it happens. Um, uh, and I can be like, I knew that guy back in the day when all he was doing was YouTube stuff. Um, and, 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 you know, and be, you know, be, be being honest about it. Uh, I'll be so, it'll be so cool. And, and we're rooting for you, man. Um, just don't forget about us little guys. We'll definitely be big fans of you. I DM, I DM from time to time, Jack Michaels, uh, who does the Edmonton Oilers games. Cause he used to do the uh, Alaska aces games. And, and I still say, Hey, we, we still love you here in Alaska. Like I love that guy. Um, and he's always really appreciative. So um, I should, yeah, but, uh, I want to grow in this hockey world with you too. Cause man, in relative age, we're not close, but I'm just getting started in a new career in this stuff too. And so I'm legit getting credentialed and doing media stuff and writing and, and doing this. So I'm really trying to get into it and I'm dragging Rico and Perlo along with me with their gambling aficionado stuff. So like, I'll let you talk now. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just going to say like, I think it's a good balance. Like I, I, um, I mean, I've just been super busy, but I mean, I'll say this. It's not like I'm like, if I'm not on this show, it's not like I'm somewhere else, to be honest. Like, I, I actually genuinely like listening to you guys. Sometimes my girlfriend and I are just kind of chilling and we have you guys in the background. So, um, yeah, no, honestly, like, I, I respect the hell out of you, man. And I, I think you guys are super down to earth. And I mean, that's why I'm on the show. I mean, I like not to like, I'm. I'm not even saying this to pump my own tires, but like there's other shows I get invited on here and there and like not to spite them. And I mean, I, like I said, I'm just busy. So um, if anything, I, I just appreciate you. And um, yeah, I mean, that's, I'll leave it at that. But yeah, no, like honestly, it's uh, life's busy, but I mean, I know a lot of people are busy, so it's just kind of how it goes. But I, I mean, it's not like it's something that I've been forced on. I mean, these opportunities, like I've chosen to take these opportunities and work hard for them. So it's just, it's just me kind of running with it. And I was actually talking to my boss tonight just about like, he was asking me how YouTube's going. And like, I mean, Frig, man, like I used to like stream like six, seven, eight hours a day every day. And I mean, it's just life. So um, I'm still trying to keep up with the channel. And I think I still keep up with hockey and sports in general. And yeah, obviously I think what, what the value that where the value really comes in is just like having like great people to like shoot the shit with. Like, obviously like I want to be professional. I want to have that aspect, but like, I think genuine people sometimes come in short supply. I'll leave it at that. And I think you guys are genuine people. I appreciate that so much. Uh, I was going to say too, man, like I always wanted a group of friends that I could just talk hockey with. 
that felt a passionate about it as much as I did. And I wanted that my whole life. And now I have it. And I feel like it's pretty damn cool. That's all I'll say. And I've met a lot of great people through this channel. And and uh, and uh, I'll let Rico and Perlo talk a little bit. Um, no, buddy, I'm just listening to you guys. I just, uh, we'll head over to Perlo's there. We'll hit the piano. We'll have a couple of pops together. Yeah. <laughs> Hang out with him one of these nights. Yeah. Beer, take, beer takes Edmonton. Do a little uh, YouTube oh, video. Yeah. I definitely want to go to Edmonton. I've heard their arena is super nice. I'm assuming the tickets are probably not as bad. And we got to see McDusty play in person. I saw him skate at the All-Star game, but I think he was hungover. So, um, so. <laughs> um, David hungover probably ain't able to play hockey. He just seems like one of those guys. Are you? No, he just looks like a normal player. If he's not a normal player. Yeah, <laughs> he just looks like a Joe. Yeah, I think some guys so, can hey, blend in playing. Uh, I wanted playing to bring this up, bit, but I don't think he. The yeah. trade thing went crazy. Um, the NHL had that anonymous player poll. Did you guys want to talk about that a little bit? That was pretty cool, actually. I heard that from Sirius Radio. That's that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So they pulled players and they asked Is who the, the best one, player uh, in the league. Sammy McKee and GT. Yeah, Sammy talked about it on Kipper and Bourne today, too. Yeah, for sure. So uh, this is on The Athletic. If you don't have a, a link to it, I'll I'll post uh, pictures up on my Twitter if you guys ask for it, if you ask for it. Um, but uh, the the who the players, this is the players voting, and honestly, I think some of them pay attention, some of them don't. Um, number one player was uh, 69% was Connor McDavid. That doesn't surprise me. The second player, Nathan McKinnon, that makes 16%. I uh, The third player, who do you think the third player was? Perlo, did you, you – I know you know – I'd say Kucherov. Ke no, be, I don't know, be, actually. Must, must be Kevin Hayes. It's not Kevin Hayes. Uh, hey, John, do you know? We lost you visually, John, but we can still see you <laughs> or hear you if you're there. Was uh, it uh, Kachuk, maybe Kachuk. No, Kucherov. No, so Matthews wasn't in the top five. I thought that was kind of surprising. It's uh, Nikita Kucherov. Was, uh, Kucherov. Rico was right. Uh, I didn't want to blow it, but it was Kucherov. No, Number yeah, four I was Crosby. Five was Kale McCarr. Six, surprisingly, was Kirill Kaprizov. And then Matthews, then Barkov, Forsberg, and Artemi Panarin. Those wow. Rangers fans. Anyway, um, so that was the that was the best players in the league. As per the anonymous player pool, who is the best goalie in the league? This one I kind of was surprised with just based on the season he's having. But, John, do you know? You said best coach? No, best goalie. Oh, best goalie. Um, Shesterkin? It's Sorokin? either him or Sorokin. No, yeah. no. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. It's Vasilevsky for sure. Yeah, Perlo is right. It's Andre Vasilevsky. Number two is oh. Connor Hellebuck. Three was Demko, four was Sorokin, and five was Sorokin. Sorokin at four is no. You're talking about players, so they only know what they've done. Well, and Sorokin I mean, hasn't had a great year this year. He's, but he's, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, I, I think Perlo, a lot of these guys don't say they had, uh, other made, uh, so Swayman was six, other made seven. Uh, UC Soros, Mark Andre Fleury, Mark Andre Fleury in the top 10 blows. Linus Olmark, Jordan Bennington, Jake Ottinger, Aiden Hill. Anyway, that rounds so off these, the. 
So these are players that they say that they, when they go in on this goalie, they have a hard time scoring on them. It's not just about the team defense and stuff that Yonder plays, and maybe Sorokin was sheltered a little bit there. I don't even. Maybe I don't just even think maybe they, maybe just this the strength of goaltender when they think that they could either score on them or not. Maybe people think that they could score on Sorokin a little easier than Hellebuck when it comes to a one on one. Maybe. I don't even think they think that deeply. They just look think of the guy that. Yeah, that's it. Players yeah, generally I don't know. Don't if I'm a hockey player, I'm thinking what goalie is going to give me the biggest problem. I'll be like, okay, I fucking hate that goalie. So Twist that effing cheese to Turk and Isaacs. Cheese Turkin. Cheese Turkin. <laughs> <laughs> Isaacs in the chat. Yeah, so I think Vasilevsky not a top goalie this year, but still, he's top five. Um, Turkin. <laughs> now that, that's so good. Oh, love you guys, man. For me, who is the most underrated player in the NHL? This one is I was I so they had so actually oh. 22% one other. Who do you think they voted? This is the players again. This is an anonymous players poll. This is a about. reason why I think that players don't pay attention much because I'm sure they're still saying Barkov. I'm sure they're still saying that. Further with the, what I actually he nailed it. It's Barkov. So number two is uh, Sam Reinhardt. Yeah. And really, technically, Barkov is number two because other is 22%. So they right. a bunch of players. I just think a lot. So Barkov, probably because when they play against them, though, because like hearing Kachuk talk about him and stuff. So so Isaac says DeBrusque is underrated. Really? I kind of think the opposite. Markov um, was the most underrated like four years ago. Yeah, well, he's still, yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's getting ninety points, where's the captain? He makes nine million, ten million a year. Is he underrated? Right. So, exactly. um, I don't see how that's underrated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they have it. So it's Barkov, Reinhardt, Braden Point. I do think Braden Point doesn't get enough love. Yeah, Kyle yeah. Connor. Kyle Connor could be the top of this list every year too. No one ever. Erickson Eck. Eck. Zach Eck Hyman. Is, Zach Hyman pretty underrated Eck, too. Eck is my guy. Rupe Hans and or Sebastian Aho and Rupe Hans and then uh Ryan Nugent Hopkins, William Carlson, Vinny Trocek, Pavel Zaka, Nikita Kucherov, Mika Zabenajad. It goes on for a long ways. There's some notable names on there. I like Connect Me. Kaprizov on the list. Okay. Uh Dylan Larkin. Carter Verhage, Brock Nelson, Brandon Hagel, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, who is the most overrated player in the league? And again, other want this, other at 20, but in second, hot take, do you know who it is? Oh, I, I, I got, I don't know who I think it is, but the hot streak. What? I said, let Perlo continue the hot streak of being right. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I, I would say Huberto or Zegris, one of the two. It's Zegris. It's Zegris, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, Huberto doesn't make the list. Huberto's not on the list. I don't. Huberto's not on the list. For real? No, nope, he didn't make the list. Wow. Well, he. I mean, again, other one. So it's like, no, John. He did make the list. I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's other is one at 26. percent Zegris again. Zegris is injured this year, so like, I don't know why people are shitting. This guy's played like seven games this year, and he's going to be out the rest of the year. So. I don't. I don't think he's overrated or anything. He's just not playing. Um, Darnell Nurse. I like Matthew Kachuk on this list is 
odd to me. That I think that's just no. people that don't like him. That's that's well, Nurse is just making too much money. He's not overrated. Matt Matthew Kachuk was on the list. Really? Yeah. Wow. Jason Robertson and Jonathan Huberdeau, and then Ovi. But I mean, Ovi's just having an off season, so overrated. I don't know that he's overrated at 38. I think too, like everybody's like, oh, Crosby's having Crosby's two years younger than Ovechkin. And you gotta remember, Crosby missed a lot of games when he was having spinal neck shit. I don't think it was they found it wasn't concussion related, but so um anyway, that was interesting. Uh who is the bet uh the player in the league whose face you most want to punch? This is the anonymous player vote. So Hate, you got to answer this one. this one. Tell tell me who's the guy you want to punch more than anybody in the uh, NHL. And he's not on your team. He's not a Toronto Maple Leaf, so it's not Revo or any of that stuff. I'm gonna say two of the top five would be on the Cats: Nick Cousins and Sam Bennett. Nick Cousins is number one. Run to I was thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Bennett is not on the – Nick Cousins? Yeah, Nick Cousins, that makes sense to me. So Nick Cousins is number one. Other is number two. Brad Marsh – go ahead. Go ahead, Hot Take. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'd lose my mind on that guy. Like, there's – like, I'm not – I wouldn't say that about too many players, but if I saw that guy, I think I'd lose my shit. Really? (laughs) Yeah, he's not liked. He's definitely – he is definitely up there as the one of the biggest. He's he's over like nobody says anything bad about Tom Wilson anymore because of Dick Cousins. Basically, yeah, was, I've always said Tom Wilson's a pest, but like at least Tom Wilson has some like self respect. This freaking Nick Cousins guy, like Tom, there's no chance Tom Wilson would turtle the way Nick Cousins does. Yeah, Tom Wilson fights. He's definitely not running from a fight, right? Andrew Ford says Liam O'Brien. Liam O'Brien's a dirty motherfucker too, man. And he's a scrapper. He was with the Caps back in the day. But uh, I, uh, sorry for swearing for those of you that are uh, not on the swear. But we we're we're not filtered. This this podcast goes up as explicit because usually one of us drops an f bomber. I, I don't want to remember. I thought it would be Kane from Edmonton or something like that, like Marshawn maybe. There. Yeah, he's on the list. Kane's on the list. Marshawn's number three. Behind other, oh, okay. so it's Nick Cousins and Marshawn, then Matthew oh. Kachuk, then Michael Bunting, your old pal of crime. Michael Bunting, by the way, Michael Bunting was the Chicklets guest today. Uh, but I, you could tell the interview was from early in the season. Um, Garnet Hathaway, which I love, old Garney, what a Tom Wilson's not even on this list, which I was surprised. Uh, uh Brady Kachuk, Ryan Lomberg, Nazim Kadri. Kevin Fiala, Jeff Skinner, Trevor Zegras, Rasmus Anderson, Radko Gudis, Nikita Zadorov, Evander Kane, and David Perron. So no Tom Wilson even on the list of the fans. Who, wow, so like, good for him. Nobody, who is the best ref in the game? Uh, I, I wasn't surprised. I'm sure the players voted Wes McCauley. It was Wes McCauley, 53%. Number two, Kelly Sunderland, and then Justin St. Pierre. But this is what's funny. The next one, who is the worst ref? <laughs> Dan O'Halloran. No, Dan O'Halloran is not even in the top five. I don't know refs, so I can't even chime in. So Justin St. Pierre wins it, running away. But I love Wes McCauley is third. So he gets voted the best, 
and the worst. And the, and the worst. At I the think same Timber time. said today that's Leaf fans going out of their way. <laughs> it's not Leaf fans, but like it's players. But Leaf, you know that that entire Maple Leafs team voted West McCall the worst fucking ref. <laughs> The worst rep is the one that rejects bribes. Oh, Isex must know from experience. Uh, let's not get that started. We haven't had enough negative press. So this one I agree with, and this one wins every time for me. The players, what's the best jersey in the league aside from your own teams? So they've got players. Who do you think won this one? Obviously, it's, it's original. Gotta, it, yeah, it's got to be original six. I think I caught this one at the end of the show, so I'll let uh, these two go first. Yeah, go ahead. Rico, for our Perlo, go ahead. Well, you already told me it's original six. I don't think I would have took the original six. Uh, Boston Bruins? The bo yeah. if it's, original. it's not Boston. I was going to ask Hot Take, but we lost him. If he comes back on, we'll we'll, we'll talk to him about it. I, the Chicago I the Yeah, I, I agree. Them as the oh, best Black logo. Hawks. They've oh, always the had Black the nicest Hawks. logo. Yeah, okay. it's not Toronto. I, I love the Leafs' new jerseys, though. I think their new jerseys are so nice. The blue and white, like, anytime you can pull off, like, two colors. Perlo, Rich H is in the chat. Hey, Rich, Rich H. In the chat? Perlo, wow. Rich H from the Ice Guys is in the chat. Wow. Nice. I was wearing my Ice Guys shirt yesterday. Oh, I, I did get an Ice Guys hoodie, too. Uh Dude, Rich H is a beauty, man. He's uh, yeah, he's, he's an awesome capper for the Ice Guys. Yeah, Rich is awesome. Um, yeah, no, glad to have you, Rich. Appreciate you. Um, we're just BSing now. This is just after hours. We talked about the Zadorov trade. We had John Viveros from Hot Take Hockey, also from the Brantford Bulldogs. Uh, what a great dude. Uh, he'll always be like a little brother to me, man. Um and I got my other brother over there in Ontario, Rico. I'm coming from Alaska. It was nice minus eight all day. It's like minus four right now, Fahrenheit. So you guys do the conversions there. How's the how's the weather there in Edmonton, my good friend Steve Duncan? Perlow Wisdom. If you're not going to PayPal picks uh, and checking out his stuff, um, well, the weather's good. We're we're right around zero. So okay, like zero. It's it's pretty good. It's 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 actually pretty nice, yeah. Not much snow. How does it go with you, Rico, there in Barry? Dude, it's good, man. It's gonna be plus three here tomorrow, but I wow. I just know that I'm leaving for Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, in two weeks, and then I'm gonna be gone <laughs> for about ten days. But then what happens is, and it's same thing as last year. As soon as I'm gone, snow just dumps all over my place, and then we've got a house cleaner <laughs> comes and feeds our cats. So I just basically hired a guy off Kijiji again to do my driveway. It's like forty dollars, just e-transfer me. I'll show you a picture of the driveway when I'm done, type thing. And like, hey, perfect. The salts on the, the salts on the porch. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I uh, and hot take. Go ahead and click that link if you need me to send it back to you. I will. Um, appreciate you coming back. He's coming back on. He's saying so. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I, we got 14 inches of snow here in the last couple of days. I know I said that earlier for so you weren't on uh, earlier in the week with us. Uh, um, <laughs> I've been spending a lot of time this winter moving snow, man. We've gotten over a hundred inches. So, so I got a, a good workout though. Because, I got a question for you because I was looking at it today. Who wins the Selkie this year? Oh yeah, that's a good question. 
I was out. looking at it and I have like my idea, but I mean, there's a lot of players out there that could win this outfit. I, I, I heard, I heard Lindholm for a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you say, touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> That's funny stuff. If you don't know, it, uh, this is an inside joke. Uh, um, Lindholm should never even come close to one himself. That's <laughs> and, and Beer was saying he's been a finalist four times. I know. Yeah. Shouldn't even yeah, come no. close once. Shouldn't even come close. Once. I know. It's a good thing you don't vote on the Selkie, though, because you're yeah, oblivious. It's a good thing. What do I know? Uh, well, you know what I was going to say, though? Um, mm -hmm. Real quick, not to just beat up on you and Perlo, because I, I like that you have a different uh, opinion than most. Uh, I, I'll tell you, I really think it could win the Selkie at some point in his career. Shane Pinto, that guy yeah. is so good. I was so impressed yeah. with him. I hadn't really seen him play, so I've kind of watched for him since he's been back from suspension. And yeah. I am so impressed. I'm telling you, two guys, we didn't talk about it that much, but that that Northeastern Boston University game, I wanted to watch that because, as you know, the projected number one overall place for Boston University and uh, slacking for Macklin, Celebrini, or Celebrini. I, I mean, I came away with that guy's good, but, like, that defensive forward for center for Northeastern, which ended up winning, that dude, and he's not signed, like – Get get on the horn. Colby Cohn was an NHL or played with the Bruins and several teams. Was a black ace for the 2011 Stanley Cup champions. Won a national championship with Boston University in 2009. Colby was saying to me, I asked him this morning on his show, Morning Cup of Hockey, that that kid reminds him of Ryan O'Reilly. Like GMs. Get on, like, I like get on this guy, sign him. Like, you get yourself another undraft, like a guy, a Ryan O'Reilly that wasn't drafted. Like, man, if I was Brian McClellan, I'd be talking to this kid, hey, what do you want? Million five, three year deal. Come on board. Not good. Um, wow. That's I mean, I was in like Perlo. I was watching this college game. I was like, this kid stands out. Boston University, way more talented than Northeastern. Northeastern wasn't even ranked. Boston University is the third-ranked team in the nation here in the U.S. So, again, if you ever get a chance to watch a little, especially that Big East hockey, the Bean Pop tournament talks, uh, Doug Armstrong, get on the phone and sign that kid, Darkness says. Um, yeah, like, wow, super – crazy i honestly um, don't know who he is but if, if you have those people saying like that like wow yeah he's from quebec uh which you know um doesn't surprise me uh and he played in the ushl for sioux city which they're really good they've won i know i had a friend up here who played on sioux city with carrie price they won a national championship back you know that long ago and uh so uh, oh tim yorkton too man we got tim Tim popping in too. Tim, good yeah. to see you, man. We're just BS, and now we started. Uh, we started really early. We started at uh, five PM my time, seven Perlos, and uh, nine o'clock Rico's time. 
So uh, we're just BSing now. Uh, please leave a like, subscribe, tell your friends. We're talking hockey. Uh, if you guys want to come on and talk about this chat, uh, this uh, thing, I'll drop the link and any one of you can come in. Uh, we're expecting Hot Take Hockey to come back. John Viveros came on. Uh, hot, check out Hot Take Hockey. He's got over, I think he's close to 60,000 subscribers. Um, and uh, he's uh, he's supposed to be coming back on with us. Um, uh, but uh, I dropped the link if anybody wants to come on. Uh, and uh, we'll get Rico back here. Um, so well, going back to Selke, I think it's likely Barkov. But, I mean, there's, yeah. a, lot of, there's a lot of good players there that could do that. Stone and Vegas and... Like let's get but but I think it's likely Barkov for this hockey. Let's get, let's get Rico back on. Favorite road city to, to play in for their players. Top five. Oh, oh that's easy. What do you guys Ve think? Vegas, Miami, Chicago. I know you said it right off the bat, Vegas for yeah, sure. Vegas is number one. Vegas is number yeah. one, 25.1 percent. Yeah. New York is two. Montreal. Oh. Montreal is three. Wow. That can't have anything to do with Tim put Montreal. That can't have anything to do with Montreal's nightlife. I've heard that. I've heard some stories. Yeah, yeah. Have, uh, uh, Nashville, Nashville four. Nashville really? four. Wow. Vancouver five. None of these are a surprise to me. Sunrise, which that's that's where the that's that's Fort Lauderdale, Fort Liquordale. That's where the uh the Vancouver Panthers. surprises me a bit. A what? Bit. No, I've heard Vancouver's liked for specific reasons. For a really? Yes. Wow. I believe it has something to do with the gentleman's club that's there. That's very world renowned. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, LA. I'm actually surprised LA isn't higher, but um, LA is sketching spots. So. Um, Tampa up there, Dallas, and then other than Chicago, Boston, Toronto, Raleigh, Tempe, Phoenix kind of ends the thing. Uh, but I've heard Arizona, like where they're playing now, they're really close to like Old Town and stuff. So, um, boy, I did find it funny today, guys. They were talking a lot about Atlanta expansion, like the NHL is doing everything they can to just get people to talk about something other than this investigation. Uh, least favorite road city. It isn't even close. I'm only giving you guys one guess. It is so easy. We all know this team town and I'm going to say Perlo. It's not Edmonton. Okay. Winnipeg. It's gotta be Winnipeg. <laughs> what do you think? Worst city. Hot take hockey. The, the players. It's gotta city be they hate. Worst city to like play in or play against? Yeah, they hate the city going to visit as favorite Ooh, road city. It's gotta be Winnipeg. Mm, let's think. I mean, it's probably like maybe Calgary. Yeah, so it's not Calgary. Rico, do you know it? Worst city for an NHL yeah. road team to go into? Or least favorite road city is how they put it. Wait, this well, is like, the athletics. But the thing that uh, I'm wondering is, like, worst you gotta say like, the Jets. they're dreading to go play, like, in that city, or they're dreading the fan base? No, I think, it's, just I think it was, like, they just don't enjoy going to the city because there's not much to do. Actually, yeah, you know what? 
If it's not Calgary, it's definitely Winnipeg. It's Winnipeg. Winnipeg wins it right away. Yeah. Furlow and Rico both get it. Winnipeg. Ottawa is second. And I think the reason Ottawa is bad is because they're out there in Canada and not downtown Ottawa. Because if they were downtown Ottawa, that would be. It was a nightmare getting out of there. I was there last Thursday against the Bruins, and it's a nightmare getting out of there every day. I was more so, I wasn't saying Calgary because the city itself. I was just saying because the barn. The barn's so old and like there's oh, no like yeah. rentals and it's like yeah. it's not a nice arena anymore. And they're sixth, so they ain't far off. So it goes Winnipeg, Ottawa, Buffalo, Raleigh, and then Tempe Phoenix, and then Calgary. And Tempe Phoenix is not because of the area around, it's because the rank. Because they're playing in that. So by the way, I don't know, hot take. Did you have you heard? I heard I heard Frank Saravelli report this on his show on Daily Face Off. The NHL had a deadline for the Arizona Coyotes uh, owner, and that deadline was today to have a shovel-in-the-ground stadium deal in place. We could be on the brink of seeing the Arizona Coyotes move to Salt Lake City. What so are you? Jared, I have to. I have to be kind of hush hush, but I I might know some things on that. Yeah, the state of Georgia is getting another team. For it's the happening, man. Time. It's happening. I think the Arizona Coyotes are moving to Utah. If Arizona gets another team, which I know Bettman wants, they'll do an expansion. And I think Atlanta is going to get a team. And everybody goes, oh, it's not going to work in Atlanta. Look, I'm telling you right now, the NHL is trying to burgeon their their relationship with Turner. And Turner is based out of Atlanta. So, you know. All right, so I'll, I'll say this. Atlanta will get a team, and I'll make another prediction. Arizona will get another team again eventually, too. Yeah, so I was going to say, I think if Gary Bettman is still the commissioner, I agree with you, Perlo. I think if Gary Bettman is still the commissioner of the NHL by 2030, I think by 2030 we will see Utah, we will see Atlanta, and we'll see Arizona back in the NHL if they get the boot. Yeah, I, I'm i with you right there. I, I It's so frustrating that Arizona has – I don't know why the voters were so ill-informed. If you, I read through that whole thing. They were taking an old garbage dump and cleaning it, and, and, and it wasn't costing taxpayers any money. It was going to be like a local sales yeah, tax yeah. thing. It would have been paid for in like just with the number of tourists and stuff they get in that area, especially because like spring training and baseball and shit, people go down there. Arizona, half of Alaska moves to Arizona in the wintertime. I'm just telling you, like, I was also going to say, like, if you look at Arizona's like TV deal, like, I mean, that's the other thing that Frank Saravalli outlined is like, it's just so frustrating being a hockey fan and seeing, I mean, even being like a broadcast guy, like just seeing some of these like sports broadcast right deals are so frustrating. So many fans are just sick of like these blackouts and lack of coverage, lack of access to NHL games. Like look at the NBA, like international coverage, like all these things that are growing the sport. The NHL is far behind. And I mean, yeah. yeah, Jeremiah, like I don't think Gary Bettman's NHL will let the NHL go 10 years by, go a decade by without Arizona getting NHL hockey. So if they leave, they'll bring it back. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just so many issues in that aspect. I don't want to crap on our on our great game in terms of the league, but um, those are a couple things that are probably, like the most frustrating for fans, right? Well, let me say yeah. this though, real quick. Arizona did fix their deal, so they they were wrapped up in the Bally thing, but they were so bankrupt. No, no, I know, I know they have. But no they are now broadcast on the local ABC channel, 
So there are no blackouts for locals there, which is a good thing because there's only 2,500 seats in their fucking arena. I yeah. Mean, 4, 000, well, I wasn't still. referencing Arizona when I made that comment. I was yeah. referencing like basically 90% of the rest well, of the <laughs> Hot take hockey. I can't watch the Seattle Kraken without special equipment because because they're blackout for me here in Alaska. It's same for people that live in fucking Montana. If you like, that's a joke. If you have to drive eight hours to see a game, you probably ain't fucking seeing the game. Yeah. So why are you blacking it out? All you're doing is hurting your fan base. If you buy the ESPN package, the other thing is I can't watch NHL network games with the ESPN plus package. That's bullshit. You have a partnership with ESPN or Turner, make it available on max or make it available on Hulu or make it, you know what I'm saying? Like, allow me to pay $3 extra a month for the NHL network. I'll pay for it. I love the sport. I'll give you my money. Like, it's so, and then all you're doing with these blackouts, like Colorado's thing is the worst, John. Like, Altitude Sports Network, that thing for local Denver is, like, awful. Like, so, oh, we have Andrew Ford coming on, noted Canes fan. Hey, Andrew. Um, how's it going? Nice to put a face to the name, Andrew. Thanks for popping in. What do you what do you yeah. want to talk about? I don't really know. <laughs> okay. How how you feeling about the trade, Andrew? Do you like uh do you like it on Calgary's end? Uh yes. I wish I wish they got a little bit more in return, but not Oh, I, I thought they got a really nice haul, like Hot Take was saying. Okay. Yeah. Well, what do you want your canes to do, man? You you, you see them? Uh, doing making any moves? Like you were typing a lot in the chat, so I was thinking about it really hard. Um, uh, I don't really see them making anything. You don't think you should get anything? No trade, yeah. just stay as is, stay keep as it, is, keep it as is. That Freddie Anderson back skating. Are you excited to see him? Yes, yeah, you want to see Freddie back in between the pipes. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Anything else? Well, you, you know, hey, they, they said today that Freddie Anderson's starting to skate again. He's back on his feet and hitting the practices. So we in the Twilight Zone. Didn't I just say that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, Mike... said it. Like Rico was like the five second delayed echo. Yeah. <laughs> I literally just Sorry. said that, Rico. My cat was in the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, I mean, not if, if we want to cap off a Carolina Hurricanes conversation, I wonder if they'll resign Pesci or not. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit earlier with Andrew in the chat. He, before you popped on Hot Take, we were kind of looking at RFAs and stuff. And boy, he's not having a great year this year, but um, he's been good before. It's, does he fit Brandon Morris' thing? Is that? Is yeah, that the, I don't. I don't think Andrew, he does. Buddy, what are you doing over there? Oh, I was looking at Pesci's stats. Oh, yeah. Three goals and four assists, and he's a minus seven for seven points, and he's like a minus two, I think. And you got to be the sports beard uh, ringside reporter for the Canes, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm moving to North Carolina, but they're they're in North Carolina, right? Yeah, Raleigh's in North Carolina. Yes. Yes, they are. Is that where you're at, Andrew? Is are you do yes. you live in the area? So do you go to a lot of the Caniac? Do you go as a Caniac? You go to a lot of the games? Uh no, because I live like 
two hours away from there. Oh, okay. So do you get to go like once a year or anything? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Well, Andrew, I appreciate you coming on. Is there anything else you want to talk about before you say goodbye? No. Okay, buddy. Well, thanks for popping on. For, for it's nice yeah. to put the a The legend, through. Andrew. Let's go, Andrew. Yeah. Woo! Thank you, buddy. Appreciate Thank you. Forward. Uh, Caroline is interesting, too, because they don't like to make moves. But Yeah. Like, they need they something, pack. right? Somebody said pack Max Pacioretty earlier in the chat. But I don't know. I mean, he's got that no-move closet. I don't. I don't know if the no, Cavs. I don't are think I don't think they'll try him again. I don't know, but I mean, it does seem like they need something there. And honestly, I I'm not sure what it is that they need. Maybe a second line center, maybe like uh, Henrique or something like that. Like uh, maybe, but I mean, they don't like to make moves. So uh, yeah, no, uh, I could see Henrique working there. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they might make a move, and they got all the surplus at D and so many teams need D you know what I'm saying I don't know man it's that's just crazy to me. that's true yeah yeah that's a good point they could trade just Orloff Orloff is not gonna resign I him. think Orloff's only on a one-year deal correct me if I'm wrong right. so Orloff yeah. Orloff's a guy I, that could move for sure I I could see Orloff moving there yeah for so, sure so John I know we've talked about this before you really want and Rico has said this as well as a Leaf fan, you would love Brent, uh, Chris Tanev. Yeah. Do you think there's any? Do you think I mean, there's any? I, what I was saying earlier, I honestly think the reason why this is a separate deal is because Craig Conroy, freaking beauty, Calgary Flames fans should be happy that he's there. He's going to create a bidding war here, Jeremiah. 100%. 100%. He's waiting yeah. for the first round pick plus plus. So I think the reason why he wasn't part of this deal was because he was confident in his return with, with Lindholm. And now he's going to be confident with his return for Tanev. So I think, I think if Tanev was included in the deal with what they got, I would think, I would actually think that's a huge W for Vancouver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. why I think this is just a win win with, I mean, Calgary's Flames fans got to be happy. But yeah, I mean, I think Tanev, if here's the scenario I see happening, I think if they could get a verbal agreement or some kind of sense that Tanev would resign in Toronto. I think the Leafs would be willing up to give a pretty big package. Like maybe get another piece from Calgary and give up like, I don't know, like a first round pick and like a B level prospect or like the comparable would be like. Do you want them to do that though? Do you? No, want I, and I don't. That's what yeah. I was about to say. The comparable for the Leafs to make this trade would be what they gave up for Giordano uh, from Seattle yeah. a couple of years ago, which was two second round picks. Which they don't have to trade, really. Recent no. ones, anyway. So, because Dubas traded them all. Yeah, so that's uh, why I think it, the first round pick and, like, a B-level prospect would be... Who, who's like, your B-level like, prospect? Rico, would, you do, would you do a first round pick and Ronnie Hervidin for Tanev with no guarantee he'll resign? Yeah. It's tough, I'll man, because Calgary's put, like you said, they're putting people in the stranglehold by isolating their players and not putting Lindholm and Hannafin or Lindholm and Tanev in a deal. Like, they, you see what they got for Lindholm to just isolate the player and look at they got. They just, man, they gave up one player for this haul, and they're going to just isolate Tanev, like you said, too, and then they're probably going to do the same with Hannafin. But, I mean. I think they're going to re-sign Hannafin. I have a suspicion he's going to no, take that. I, I don't know, oh, man. Eight-year, $60 million deal. He's only 20. Jeremiah, I'll, I'll play – what Perlo's saying, I'll play devil's advocate. 
Don't you think yeah. he would have accepted that by now? Yeah. Like the money's exactly. on the table. I think yeah. he, he's going to wait after this weekend, and if he doesn't take it, they will move him. He, he saw Kachuk no. leave. He no. saw Goudreau leave. He he saw where these players are going. Goudreau probably made a mistake. He did it for the money, be close to his family, whatever. But, I mean, Kachuk's gone down to Sunrise. Go down to a no-tax state. Go back to your country. Go play for the U.S. somewhere. Finish off your career. Try to win a cup because Hamilton's not winning a cup in Calgary anytime soon. You know, so, yeah, but in three years, like John said, in three years, he'll only be 30. It could be like an accelerated move if the, these young guys develop. I mean, yeah. well, Jeremiah, I was also going to say, I I don't even know if Craig Conroy hates Trey Living because he was the, the former there. I actually think he might hate Trey Living because he freaking put that Huberto contract mess in his hands. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I would hate him for that. I would I mean, hate him for that. Yeah. They can't buy him out or anything there either, could they? What, can you look at buyouts on cap friendly? Yeah, you can. It's a mess, it, bro. It'd, it'd be it'd go over like I'm pretty sure it'd be like a 13, 14 year like disaster. This may sound weird to you, or maybe not, but I I see Tanev going to New Jersey. New, I don't even think that's far fetched, Perlo. I mean, New Jersey needs a defenseman. Yeah, if they're they going to add, though, game. don't you think they should just chalk this year up? As, no, I mean, they no. don't look good. No. They need – I was going to say – The only reason why they're not good is because their defense is too green. Yeah, but also hurt. who's their goaltender? Their right? goaltender. I mean, no, well, goaltender right is now, the number one thing. Number they, one. Should, they should acquire guys with term. If anything, they should try to dump a couple of their contracts and be like, hey, Anaheim. What's it going to take to get Gibson and Gudis in New yeah. Jersey? I what about Cam Fowler? Oh, well, that would be unreal. But Fowler and Gibson combined is like what thirteen million? Yeah. yeah. So what do you I agree. They need a goaltender goal more than anybody, but I, they they could use a guy like Tanev there for sure. Then Timo Meyer to Anaheim, bring in Gudis and John Gibson. Do it. I would do it. I would do it right now. I bet you Tom Fitzgerald would do it. I bet you he would do it. I, and then I you would, could send Vanacek to Anaheim as well. See ya. Yeah, no, Vanacek, you, they don't get back. If you Anything. throw Vanacek in there, maybe I, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Pearl, you would do that if you're New Jersey? Vanacek and Meyer for Gibson, Gudis, and maybe some depth, Sam Carrick in there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Get to get rid of Vanacek just on that alone, I would, I would do that for sure. His Vanacek is horrible. Um, Rich Rich H says uh, Kuzmenko might help Hubi if they uh, put them together. So uh, Huberto, Kadri, Kuzmenko is a line, maybe. Uh, yeah. I think they moved Kadri in a year or two too, John. We were talking about that before you came on. Like he doesn't want to be. I mean, like, and then when the, uh, you figure after next year, some teams will have 14, 15 million in cap space, right? Yeah, they could they could move so, that cap. So I saw something. I'll just say this on here. I actually forget who said something, but about and and then I was thinking of a possible trade proposal based on what I saw. What if Colorado gave Calgary a call and they they realized what happened their Stanley Cup success and they go, okay, you guys Calgary, we'll we'll throw like a second round pick or a couple picks next to these guys. You take the contracts of Ryan Johansson, Samuel Gerard, and give us back Kadri. Would you do that if you're Colorado? I'll go back that way. Oh, wow. Say that again. Is- Say so again. Ryan, so Ryan Johansson, his current cap situation, he was cut in half, so he's at three and a half. Yeah. 
Yeah, then you add you add Gerard's cap hit, which is over five. So you're at, you're at about between eight and nine million dollars of cap hit. Kadri's at a seven million dollar cap hit. You send those guys away, maybe attach a draft pick for the cap dump, and then you bring in Kadri to be the number two center behind McKinnon again. So how long is uh, I know Johansson signed next year as well too. How long is Gerard signed for? I think uh, uh, I don't know. So Jeremiah, I don't know if you could pull it out. I think it's like three, four years around there. I will it's just. Real- it's Real quick, million. out of curiosity, I, I wanted to see what the Huberto buyout would look like. So I know you guys want to see it? Five million dollars. <laughs> I saw that. I mean, Rico, I don't, I don't. No, you and Pearl, I, like, I don't know how you guys think about that, but like, it worked with Kadri's the two C behind McKinnon. Like, that was the mm-hmm. most electric second line center. Johansson. Yeah. If you talk to Avs fans, they want Johansson out there right now. Like, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, think about the second line center options out there after Lindholm now. It's what mm. Sean Monahan and, and I love Sean Monahan. And but Adam Henry is going to want a first round pick for Monahan. So what are you going to do? You're going to do Monahan for a first, or are you going to take the risk of bringing Kadri? I I honestly think Henrique is about as good a player as Kadri right now at the price. So if they're going to cover half the, the the dollar value, then sure. But I mean, yeah, Anaheim would have to retain fifty percent on Henrique for sure. For sure. Or, and yeah. I, I mean, you, and so would Calgary. Calgary would have to retain too, and that's a long. Well, time. it depends. I think I think Calgary could just move the Calgary's full contract if they're taking contracts back. Like I said, if they take Johansson back, yeah, then maybe yeah, yeah, you got maybe something there, yeah, because Johansson's ass. So yeah, yeah, it might be. Could see it. I thought he was but playing I, pretty I, good for them this year. I haven't heard too much negative. Is that? No man, you start guys. talking to Avalanche no, fans. Johansson's horrible. Johansson's horrible. I mean, Johansson as a third line center. Like, here's the thing: if they went out, if they could get Henrik out of Anaheim, get retained retention of fifty percent, and run McKinnon as the first line, Henrik as the second line, and Johansson the third line center, then I think we're having a different discussion. But Johansson yeah. as the lone second line center has not worked to the point where if you've looked at some games, they've had to they've had to boost Ross Colton to the second line center spot. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, and he's no. a third, fourth line guy, really. Well, yeah, he's not he's not a second line center. So Colorado has seven point seven million in projected LTIR space. Uh you asked me about Gerard, what he makes. Gerard makes five million even for four more years. Five five million, yeah. Yeah. And then who was the other player that you asked Johansson's about? At three and a half with the current retention. Yeah. yeah. So though they he's at four. Oh, sorry, four. I, sorry. I don't four. think I, I don't think they're gonna retain that much for that So money. that's nine million they'd have to move out. Who did you say to bring in? Kadri makes six, doesn't he? Six, seven? Seven, I think. Almost almost seven, seven yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that would more than make up. That would actually give you space to add maybe another player. So if they were, if but man, I guess I think Calgary probably, would do that, especially if they're playing the trade Hannafin and um, and Tanev. I, I, I think Calgary. I would just, do that. I just don't think that. I Gerard think that deal was on the table already with Colorado, and they didn't want to pay it. And I don't think they're going to want to pay it now either. I mean. The regression on Kadri is probably pretty huge, so I don't. You're probably right, but I, at the same time, Colorado needs to win now, and and I mean, the second line center options, as I said, are slim. And it knows the system, right? So yeah. you don't have to teach him; he can just slot right in, and it'll be like he never left. I mean, let's just put it this way, folks: if unless they get creative with a target, 
they have to go after Henrik or Monahan. That's those are the only two options out there that yep. are significant that's, enough. That's true. Maybe Kuznets off with money retained, they could get too. Colorado like, is way too Colorado's way top, too top heavy, man. If any of those top four or five guys go down in Colorado, yeah, I think Kuznets off would work for Colorado. I think they would make that deal at, at half retained. No, so. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't. He's actually played <laughs> fairly well. I, 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 mean, I, would, I would not I, even I was, come close I was gonna to say, doing I, that. I don't want to insinuate anything. I'll maybe send this off stream to you guys. But, like, think about the guy that's already on Colorado. Do you really want to be bringing in another situation? Right, but I think Kuznetsov, a change of venue, would do him well. Rico, do, actually... you know what I, Rico do you know what I'm getting at? Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there, there's enough projects there. I mean, out of all the buyout guys this year, I think Dallas did the best with Matt Duchesne. I mean, Blake Wheeler's done bad. okay in, in New York with the Rangers. He's went up and down the lineup, but I think Johansson was one of those things in Colorado that just so I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't take his nets off at a million dollars a year. How about Casey Middlestat in Buffalo? I don't think they trade him. They'd be dumb to trade him, I think. Yeah. They need to they keep would. him, right? I've heard some rumblings yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be a mistake for them. I, I want to caveat on that real quick, Perlo. I want to caveat on this cadre trade you were talking about. You know what? You know what Colorado needs more than anything? Goaltending. Because Georgiev is on pace to play like 72 games. Nobody – they have the metrics, all the advanced analytics. If your goalie plays over a certain number of games, they, they have it tied to playoff performance. See, you don't – most teams don't want their starters playing more than like 55 games. So he's well above that. And he's having a good year. He's not playing bad, but their backup is dog shit. It's, 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 it's Ivan Prozvitov. I mean, he's, he was a waivers claim. Like they, they need, they need, like they need, Hey Andrew, what's going on? They need like, so what about Markstrom and Kadri? For Gerard, but you're probably gonna have to throw a first round pick, and then uh, Ryan Johansson. They'd have, so that would be nine million coming off their books. Markstrom makes five, Kadri makes seven, so that's thirteen. They'd have to figure something out where they could squeeze that. I in. mean, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, I mean, I, Colorado definitely needs a secondary goalie. I've talked about Flurry, but yeah, Markstrom's interesting. I. I, I still, yeah, I mean, Calgary, we're talking about Markstrom, Hannafin, oh, uh, Hannah, Kadri, all these guys could get dealt. Um, I just wanted to, Jeremiah, I want to throw three names at you. Um, there's been some talk about Ottawa with Josh Norris. That That's interesting. I wonder what happens there. Um, I know Columbus. got to keep Pinto, to, man, because he's awesome. Yeah, so if they're high on Ridley, Greg, and Pinto, Josh Norris becomes expendable. They, they sign him to that long-term deal, but he becomes expendable if they're that high on Greg. And Pinto, yeah. um, the other one I want to talk about that a lot of teams see high playoff value in is Boone Jenner, but Columbus loves him. So yeah. I don't know if they're moving him. But for him to trade, yeah. But they've traded a captain before. And Go I'll ahead. do one more here. If, in, in terms of this, if this team's out of the playoff picture, I wonder if teams put their foot forward is Yanni Gord. Oh, beauty. Yeah. Man. Well, they've got he a couple of playoff guys. Gord. Yeah, Yanni Gord is a good one, but also uh, God, I hope they don't trade Yanni Gord. Eberly, but, um, too. Eberly too. Yeah, Jordan Eberly, nice little. Oh, for so, sure. I think Eberly could get dealt. I was more focused on centers, but I agree. With mm -hmm. you. I've heard the Josh Norris rumors, and Jason York, I think, talked about that a little bit too. I think, I think he's kind of been like, oh, 
if it was me, you know how some of these times these beat reporters, they'll throw out like a hypothetical, but you know, they got fed something from the team. It yeah. feels like, um, I, I agree with you, man. I, you know, I, I'll add a fourth one. And I think this guy would be a, a boon, as I like to say, to any team, especially playoffs, Nick Dowd from the Caps, one of the best face-off guys, third or fourth line center. He's- he would bring some good value. And I think he would – I think – I honestly hot take. I think the Caps could get like a second-round pick for him. Oh, I, I, I think tr- he'd be perfect in Toronto because then you could play – I know Domi doesn't want to play the wing, but his defense is good enough for the wing. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think he's good enough as a center. You throw Nick Dowd in there. I don't know. And that's a guarantee face-off winning guy. You know, which, like, I'm not saying the Leafs don't have it, but that would be a good one as Toronto. But um, um, any, I any it, other? I love it when Beard plays his own favorite team, GMA. You got Manta, Pacioretty, Kuznetsov, Nick Dowd. You got situations for all these guys. I love it. Yeah, but Nick Dowd's name's been listed on the trade board. Like, yeah. that's not me. So I, know, I, like, saying, I like it, though, that you're creating shit for your own team, though. Like, I, your I team like to get Norris. better and other teams to get better as well, too. So, I mean, that's awesome. I like yeah. the, I like the I mean, Jeremiah, y'all, I, I, I like, like, I, I like the Norris trade a lot. I like the Norris trade yeah. a lot. And in fact, I would say that if Colorado was going to do something, that would be something that they. That would, would be a good one. Yeah, Norris make Ottawa dump Johansson and or take Johansson and Gerard and throw a first round pick in there. And they still yeah, got to do no. something with their defense, right? They got to trade Shabbat or Chitrin. It makes no sense to pay three Chitrin. left ring shots, lefty shots. I mean, yeah. what were my you take say? is they should trade Shabbat, but I think they'll trade Chitrin. Yeah, probably I, I agree. That's a big I agree with you. I think they should keep Chitrin, and and they gave up a lot for him, and they could probably get a decent amount for Shabbat. He's super young, and he's on. He's got a decent term. He's like eight million. If Perlo, you're watch your Oilers on that one, by the way. Oh, do you think yeah. they would take Shabbat? Who they'd have to get rid of Darnell Nurse, right? Watch my Oilers on Chitrin. Yeah, watch uh, your Oilers on either of those guys. But how? Uh, okay, so uh, but, God, I hope okay, it's Chitrin, yeah. so. C- so, CC and a couple other things, yeah. We could see so, it, yeah. Dude, Chikrin hit, hits 107 miles an hour on the slap shot. Do you see the Ottawa Senators' uh, puck skills, the skills competition with the Senators? Chikrin hit 107 miles yeah, an hour Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I was going to say, Perlo, how freaking, like, I'll use the PG word. How amped are you if uh, they get Eckholm and Chikrin on the top pair going into the playoffs? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. How how would I not be amped? Uh, <laughs> they're playing really good defensive sure. hockey right now. Anyway, yeah. I, they're playing a one-three-one. It's a beautiful system, but they definitely could use a guy like Chicker. No doubt. I mean, at it. the end of the day, if you put Eckholm and Chicker together and face all the tough matchups, all of a sudden yeah. Nurse and Bouchard get a lot of easy matchups. Yeah. So you're keeping Chicker Ch- is not the greatest defensive player, but if you played with Eckholm, it would be perfect. That so let me ask perfect. you real quick. Edmonton has $200,000 in cap space. Chitron's okay. going to make four or five. He doesn't make that much. He's under right. five. Right. So you're going to have to move out 4.6. Yeah, it would have to be CC and Fogel the other C- way. CC Fogel, first round pick, and probably their, uh, what's with Bougeot? Okay, Cody CC uh, makes $3 million. Or, or Broberg or something. Or Broberg, Broberg, Broberg or something. Like I was going to say, or you go insane, uh, 
furlough and attach two firsts and Broberg to Campbell and just call it a day. <laughs> no, I would do that. Furlough, like, I'll take I, it. I, no, I would do that. I would do that all day. I would do that all day. If they're willing to do that, I'll do that. Jeremiah, the non-biased approach. If you're if you're Edmonton and Ottawa, who says no to two first Broberg, Campbell for yeah, chicken? Campbell, yeah. Uh, Ottawa does. Ottawa could use Campbell right now. Net, don't have me. No, no, sorry. And Nobody Campbell can. only makes three eight five. That's a bargain compared to what they're paying Corpus Allo. Nobody could use Campbell in that. Nobody, nobody could. Yeah, I love the things that get thrown between Beard and Perlo. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but you know these delusional Perlo is not a delusional Edmonton fan, but these fucking delusional Edmonton fans, I oh, see yeah, on the yeah. Yeah. invaded daily yeah. faceoff too. They're fucking like rats. They're everywhere, and it's like yeah. if we saw Jack Campbell in a bag of nickels, we could get Wayne Gretzky. I mean, it's like shut the fuck up. That's Rick from Red Deer. Yeah, I swear. I'm not going to argue with you there. Edmonton Oilers fans are stupid as shit. I, I'm they're dumb. They're dumb as shit. Rico, no I swear. The last time we were all together here, me and Rico were just like. The uh, we were just like the viewers and and Perlo and we were going back and forth. And Perlo was like, "Yep, Penguins are trading Crosby. Crosby's requesting a trade, and, and yep. Beard was going off on him." That. I still say that. I, still <laughs> I say think that. he should ask for a trade. I don't yeah. disagree. Yeah. With Perlo. No, he agrees with me. Yeah, Beard, you were <laughs> Jeremiah. You were you, saying you that were like a month ago. never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. Hey, you know who won me never over? You know who won me over on this? Not Perlo too a little bit. He made me think about it. But here's the thing that won me over on this. You guys know who Brian Hayes is from TSN. He works yep. with Jamie and yep. O'Dog. Yep. So I saw him on uh, Sports Center with Jay Onright, and he was saying how the, the Penguins should do Crosby Assault to trade him. And I was like, Perlo had that take. He stole it from Perlo. A year I agree ago. With him a now. year ago. Yeah, no, Crosby, I mean, Perlo, Crosby got I still say so, it. Cros Crosby will yeah. not finish his career in Pittsburgh. I still say it. Yeah. I, I think it would be insane for him to trade him this year. But boy, oh boy, if they trade Crosby, they'll definitely trade Gensel. And wouldn't that be interesting? Cros I think Crosby has to play one place, though. I think they um, trade Gensel and then Crosby goes, okay, I'm not. Because they're, they're, they're not. Crosby play with the Avs. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be yeah, I think well, because it would break all the fans' hearts because Colorado with Crosby and McKenna. Imagine Dude, Crosby's that. Crosby's running that, that team right now. Fenway Sports and Entertainment owns more than just the Penguins, and that salary they're paying Dubis doesn't give two shits of, about them. They could turf Dubis tomorrow if they felt like it. Bro. He needs yeah, to make yeah. some moves, bro. Yeah, I agree with you. You you got that from Kipper and Porn today, too. Yeah. I know you. Yeah, well, like I think I, I think they brought the young kid kid in to to have like this progressive approach so they could get rid of Crosby. I think that's the reason why they brought the young kid in. It's a progressive approach. He's doing da, 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 da. that's what I think. I, Crosby's gone. Man. He's not. He's not finishing his career in Pittsburgh. I said it before, and I still say it now. There's no way. Would you do me a favor at your girlfriend's house? Will you get that? Put on the mantle up there that on this date, Steve Duncan, aka Perlo Wisdom, said Sidney Crosby will be traded, and just have who, it over the mantle there on the fireplace, and when you're playing yeah. the piano or whatever. You who, who, but I want to see it. get somebody to Photoshop that in there for you. 
Who is that? You, hey, Perlo, Perlo, you did. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shitting on you on this at all. I'm saying do this because I want evidentiary proof on our show. Hey, no, this guy called this a long time. I, I, again, I had never heard it from anybody. And then Brian Hayes goes on Canadian Sports Center, the you know the biggest sports show on in, on Canada, and with Jay on right and fucking says it. I'm like, oh my god, dude, Steve said this. It's like. Like yeah. if Brian Hayes is saying it, and I'm not saying like Brian Hayes is big shit, but he has a fucking leap show every day, right? No. So no. I don't need big to time hear it. I don't need I don't need to hear it from anybody. I'll usually be accurate before most of the big guys are saying whatever they're saying. No, man, I'm giving yeah. you credit all the way, Steve. I, I yeah. awesome. Yeah. This is Malcolm Mal- boys. We don't Mal- need sources. Malcolm, Mal- we don't need sources. I don't need sources. If no, I love it. Things, if you're looking at things logically, you don't need sources. Sources. The only one is Freed. 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 Freed is a good source. I'd say Friedman is a really. He's really good. He's really good. And that's a guy I'll feed off. But besides that, they're all. And Darren Drager uh, is a good source. There's a lot of good insiders. Chris yeah, Johnson. Frank Saravelli is a good source. There's. There's. Cerev- a lot of I would say Friedman and then Saravelli, and then after that, it's just. Well, since Cerebelli gets half his shit stolen from Friedman. Boy, I'm not going to lie to you. If fucking hot, hot Take Hockey was with the pisser and Morgan Riley that night, two urinals over, and he said, Dude, how would you like the game? I'm sure if Hot Take would have threw something over at him and you just thought it was a, just a normal Leaf fan <laughs> instead of a guy that has 55,000 subscribers, Hot yeah. Take should have just fired one over at him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just... I, it was a great game. You, the, you got, that was a great game for the Leafs. They won five to two. That was a great game. I just, I want to see who Edmonton can move out. And don't tell me Jack Campbell. I I don't think any team has taken on that salary. So I just think it's going to be impossible. I think Edmonton has to just stick with what they got and 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 hope Jack Campbell could come up and be a backup. I've heard he's played pretty well in the NHL. Uh, in the AHLs of late, and if I'm the Oilers, I, you got Corey Perry for nothing. That's a nice ad. Yeah. You just got to go with what you good, got. There's a pretty, there's a pretty good chance to just roll with what they got. Yeah. Hey, see you, Tim. Sorry we didn't get you in more. Uh, Tim's Tim said he's pumpkin time for him. Looks like we lost John again. He probably got another call. Um, it was so good to have him on. If he comes back on, um, uh. I, I so appreciate him coming on. He's he's yeah. The I gotta hit the boys' room. Give me one sec. Please. Yeah, you're good. I'll I'll take you down. I appreciate you. We got a hot take back. Uh, um, so yeah. Hey, uh, uh, I appreciate you coming on, John. So awesome. Uh, I love that, Josh Norris. Where where could you see him go? Because since you asked me, I wanted to go fall back. And then Yanni Gord. Gosh dang, Yanni Gord would be good. Like anywhere too. Yeah, um, I'll probably have to hop off after this because I, I got to get some food here and, yeah. and put in some reports on, for my job. But me too. Yeah, I, gotta... I, I um I think with Josh Norris, that one's really interesting. I think um, I mean in the past, I, I don't think it's a fit anymore. In the past, I had to Detroit, but I wonder if like I mean this is just kind of me kind of throwing it out there, but I I wonder if Anaheim trades Trevor Zegers. And yeah, I've heard his name a lot. So, I mean, that could be a change of scenery thing. Um, we could see a couple <laughs> of big names like that, Zegers. You know where I'd like to see him go? 
New York Islanders, Trevor Zegers. There you go. I mean, a lot of people have talked about Montreal for Trevor Zegers. So I don't know about that. I mean, I, I, He's I said best be field. That's why, right? Aren't they best friends? Yeah, I mean, that's why I also said Zegers to New Jersey would be a lot of fun. I mean, oh, yeah, best friends with Jack Hughes too. Yeah. Yeah, well, because I was just thinking like if Anaheim and New Jersey have a lot of fits there. I mean, we were just talking about Gudis, John Gibson, Fowler. I mean like Henrique is a former devil and I'm sure there's been a conversation there. I'm sure the devils have called. So like for me, I mean, you go down the list and I just said Zegris, like the devils and ducks should be making a trade together at some point from now to the deadline. They, I mean, there's just so many fits that could work. Well, and Henrique played there before, right? So yeah, that's was, what I was just saying. He was a former yeah. guy. So I think he was on that cup team that went yep. to the finals with Kovalev and they lost to, uh, I can't remember who won that cup. That year. LA. Was L.A. okay? Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, there's a lot of interesting scenarios. I actually saw that the Rangers could be looking at Henry if they miss that on Monaghan because yeah. of all the freaking bullshit with uh, Drury and Jeff Gordon that Montreal and New Jersey might not be able to make a trade together. So if that's the case, then um, – or sorry. New you mean York Montreal, New York. Yeah. Montreal, New York, New York I meant. Yeah, so Montreal, yeah. New York. So if that's the case, then maybe New Jersey goes uh, – or sorry, maybe the Rangers go all in on Henrique and steal the former devil um that could happen but yeah and then the last one you said was uh yanni gord yeah i mean if colorado doesn't have any other options and they don't bring back cadre or go for those other options yeah that's a good i mean maybe colorado just lost to seattle in the playoffs and they witnessed how valuable yanni gord is and they've seen how yanni gord was so valuable in the past with tampa i would imagine colorado looks at all that and i mean maybe yanni gord's a target for them well, and you're keeping your fingers crossed if you're Colorado because they got to have Nachuskin back too. They got to have that secondary scoring. Like yeah. he's so big, he's he's so big in that secondary scoring. Like well, imagine a get- shit disturbing third line that includes like Miles Wood, Yanni Gord, and also former Lightning Ross Colton. That'd be an electric third line. I think oh, that would be awesome. If you're yeah. Seattle, too, like if you know you're if you are on the cusp of like you get the injuries are just too much and you know you're not going to make it you definitely need to make moves to trade because yeah, they should be trading yanni gord they should be trading jordan Everly. they should even look at trading some of their defensemen while they have a Drew lot of power too i think if they could move him because goalies are in such demand and i think they could get out from that group i contract. think he's still injured right now but yeah we'll see i heard he was actually i heard he was the uh i heard the uh Emerald City hockey guys start out uh, Dil- uh, Dylan and RJ, uh, RJ Ekinos, uh, Eskinos that covers the team. Uh, he, I think he was saying the other day, Gord was playing. Not Gord. Gord is playing. We were talking about Yanni Gord, too. No, that Drew Bauer. Bauer playing, yeah. I, I'll look on. Uh, I think he is back. Um, oh, anyway. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Gord has been running the show there, which respectfully, <laughs> like, they're not moving off from him. No. Decord, I mean, it's crazy because two months ago I said Decord might get traded. And then, yeah, I've, I've eaten my words since. Decord's not getting dealt. <laughs> the Decord's yeah. the, the goalie for Seattle. But, um, yeah, guys, honestly, thank, I feel like I've, I think I've been on here for definitely well over an hour, I think. You've been over an hour, dude. We appreciate it. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I, I'm definitely down to come on more, especially leading into the deadline, and I know Jeremiah, I said, let, let's definitely do a collab, a couple collabs leading into the deadline, and then obviously on deadline day, let's do something, but uh, I, yeah, honestly, I'm super thankful for you guys having me. I reached out to you March the 6th, it's a Friday, I know, I, we I don't told, I, I told one of my bosses tonight, I was like, yeah, going to have to take that Friday off for work. <laughs> 
Yeah, dude, and I will, I will, I will get up at three in the morning here, or whatever. I think that starts so early, and I'll get on with you again, like we did last year. And if you need to take a break or whatever, we're not going to stream. I've already told all our guys we're not streaming for that day anyway. So uh, I, I love to do it with you. Also, it helps me a ton because I get my brand out there with with your big uh, thing, and hopefully oh, you can. Lots of shout outs. Yeah, I, I really hope you you know, continue to grow. And I, John, I have to say, we don't get to talk too much face to face. So I just really cherish these moments and kind of enjoy getting to talk to you and actually see your face and, and, and it's not lost and chatting through the stream or whatever. Um, yeah, man, like I, 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 yeah, I just, anyway, I, I really want to see you keep growing and, and I, I just think the the trade videos and stuff that you're doing, you're cranking out a lot. You're not being able to stream the games like you were, but like, dude, it's it's awesome that you're. It's still like I get to have a conversation with you. Those things. So I always try to watch or comment. I, I may not leave a comment every time, but definitely even a like and watching every every bit of content you're producing. I know your life has been so busy and stuff. So, but it's still really cool that you care, like, and you've always said this, I know you've said this before, that, that Hot Take Hockey Channel would always be a part of your life in some way or form, and you're never going to let it go. And so I really appreciate that, too. Like, if I feel like, man, I really like to talk to him, I, I don't have to interrupt your day. I can just watch a video from time to time. So yeah. anyway, I wanted to appreciate that. Well, of course. And then, uh, I know we're, I know the Edmonton trips and the plans, but the next trip after that will be have. I have to go to Barry to a Barry Colts game with Rico there. Yeah, Barry. Yeah, yeah buddy, let's do it. Another Toronto thing. I mean, we could hit Toronto and Barry. It's not like Barry's that far away, so we could do yeah. both. Uh, um, when I come back, we can we can do the Hall of Fame game. We don't we don't have to. You guys don't have to come to the actual Hall of Fame thing again this next time, John. But I, I didn't tell you after you left me from the Hall of Fame ceremony. And, you know, we got to talk to Kipper again. And I should have talked to Doug Gilmore. But uh, um, we, I, so John Shannon comes up and talks with us. Right, John? That was cool. We talked. Yeah. I talked to Christine Simpson. I talked to James Duthie. You got a picture with Davey Keon. Uh, I talked to Bill Armstrong and talked to him about Bill Armstrong's burner account. That was fucking Did you? Awesome. Did, you, yeah, send me, did you send me that picture with me and Dave Keon? Or did, was it on my I, I, I did I did send it to you, but I'll send it to you again because I'm going to send you any. That was pretty you. funny. Yeah, I mean, we had. Yeah. We, well, you knew his grandson. He remembered you from your yeah, family. Yeah, I, I knew. Uh, yeah, and Dave Keon's grandson. We have like a family connection. But yeah, I man, honestly, like, I got. I mean, I, I know I've told you a million times, but I'm forever grateful for that experience. That was so cool. So I know, that, was. I know me, you, and Rico got the leaf game together too, and that was unreal. that was a blast. So we'll do that again, guys. We're doing that. So at, right after that, I went into the the bar that was right there, and I asked the guy. I go, it's a private event. The guy goes, you have to have a special ticket. Well, I showed my Hall of Fame ticket. He goes, yeah, that's it. You're good. You can go in. Mike Vernon was in there, the fucking vice president of TSN, John Shannon. Um, I talked to Bill McCreary, the old NHL ref. I talked yeah, to Simmer, the Simpson, uh, Craig. Real tall guy that's worked for Sportsnet and TSN. Craig Simpson. Simpson? Not Craig Simpson. Not Craig. Because Craig Houston? Cole. No, his last name is Simpson, but I can't think of his first name. He, I have a picture with him. I'll, actually, I could probably show you. Dean like Simpson. That might be it. You'll know. You guys will know because he's a, he lives in Vancouver. Sean Simpson? Um, and I just... <laughs> <laughs> 
Rico Simpson. Cliff Cliff Simpson. <laughs> Pearl Simpson. By the way, throw this yeah. out there on your trade. I, I you were you you got my juices going with the trade. Norris Ooh, beard. Been, you got Perlo's juices going. Perlo's been brewing for the last 20 minutes while he hasn't been speaking. It. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> the juices yes, have been uh, pumping up. Right. This I'm, guy. I'm thinking about it all day. Oh, him. Oh. Dude, is I that Eric Bomeister's dad? <laughs> that, no. That's what it looks like. Yeah. No. Like Bomeister's old man. Who is that? Who He's is the that? media guy in Canada. Look, there's, 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 oh, him. Him. Sam, Sam Rosen. Here's some pictures from the. I got to take Henrik Lundqvist's hand. Jeremiah, be careful. Right what kind spot. of photo album is this? This is Ooh. this is just stuff from the Hall of Fame, bro. Yeah, I'm so, like. that's right. On. Yeah. Uh, Chikrin and Norris to Calgary for uh, and a first round pick for Lindholm and Tanev. Actually, that's I think Jeremiah already knows this, but Rico's gonna get a freaking good laugh out of this. I I went. There was only one washroom at this Hall of Fame event, and I went to the washroom and I. It was a shit <laughs> show. There's only two urinals uh, next to Gino Retta. <laughs> yeah, no, Gino Retta serious? was there too. Yeah, yeah, Gino Retta was there. Retta, there's nice. John. Here's the photo. I will send this to you. Yeah, there's you, you Bro, can you believe that though? A, ho- a yeah. massive Hall of Fame event. And there's freaking one Gino, washroom, Gino, two urinals. <laughs> Wow, one washroom and two urinals. Yeah, it was bad. It wow. was bad. I'm glad I only had to pee once. So, uh, or maybe there was three. It was two or three. I forget. That's There's funny. the dog trying to eat. My dog cleaned this plate, by the way. Uh, Anyway, and there's a view. You guys got to come see this from time to time. Come visit. You guys got to make a trip to Alaska, yeah, too. Man, to Alaska I, I, what a time sure. it would be just to get blasted on that lake in Alaska. Just come yeah. out. I mean, you don't have to even get blasted. You can just enjoy a nice day. Like, come out, paddleboard, just chill. Like, you got to come yeah. visit. I, 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 Everything's on me, so you just got to pay for the flight to get here. That's the that's the only thing. Or, Perlo, you can drive, and you, you could do it in, like, a half a day of driving you could be here um, 12 hours 12 hours there i would get there. yeah probably yeah maybe 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 15 depending on weather conditions all right so, so you pretty, got pretty. okay so me and me and rico are gonna fly to edmonton and then the three of us will drive down to alaska i'll Neil. do that i'll do that i'll drive up you'll drive up drive up, sorry, drive up. <laughs> I, I'm, used to saying, I'm used to saying drive down if both yeah, Bill, you live in Ontario, yeah. Put the paddle boards on Beards Lake with a nice little six pack Alaskan logger, some waterproof Bluetooth speakers, and just let the hair down for the day <laughs> and just yeah. fucking talk hockey. Yeah, dude, I watch in the summertime when the games are still going on in June. I'm out there on my paddleboard watching games on my iPhone, iPad. While I'm paddling with the dogs, I'll do a show. I'll do a show uh, from the paddleboard before we're done with the year. I'll do a show from the paddleboard. I'll do. I'll do a show. Uh, I don't like being stuck inside when it's nice outside. So, are the flights cheap from uh, Seattle to Alaska? Yeah, yeah, you can get in for like three hundred and fifty bucks. You know, if you catch it far enough out, yeah, it just depends. And you know, they're discounting a lot of shit after all those Boeing failures. Do you know how much it costs to go from Edmonton to Toronto? Seven hundred and fifty bucks. Jeez. 
That's not yeah. awful. You know what it cost me to fly from Anchorage to Toronto because of the Hall of Fame is considered a nonprofit? 300 bucks. So I'm coming back to Toronto like a hundred times. Yeah. Like yeah. it was so inexpensive. It's it's more expensive for me to fly to Seattle than it was to Toronto. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm coming for the Hall of Fame like every year I can, so I get to hang out with you guys. I don't you had think to like planes, trains, and automobiles kind of shit to I get over here, didn't you? What now? Wasn't it like planes, trains, and automobiles for you to get to Toronto? Like, didn't you have to go through like Chicago? <laughs> no, bad. no, no. On the way to Toronto, it wasn't bad. On the way back, it was a little suckier. He had to no, hop like... on three different flights. He had to hop on a canoe. Then he had to. No, no, no. First of all, Anchorage International Airport. There's yeah, 350,000 people. It's less than 10 minutes from my house. <laughs> so uh, it's a huge, it's the number one air cargo destination in the U.S. here. Like our air traffic Jim, in Alaska. Jeremiah, didn't you tell me that like after when you got back, you were in hibernation for like a week? <clears throat> yeah, so I'll tell you. So on the way, <laughs> yeah, so but hold on. On the way there, I went from Anchorage to Chicago, Chicago <laughs> to uh, Toronto. No big deal. So I got a direct flight from Chicago and then from Chicago to, to Toronto is like less than an hour. It wasn't very bad. And then I heard all these horror stories about Pearson cleanest, nicest airport. And I've got out of there. I came from a foreign country. I got through customs and in and out of there so fast. I was like, Oh my God. So, and I thought, yeah, I don't know. I was going to say during COVID, it was a brutal Jeremiah. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry. Keep going. No, you're fine. I was saying on the way back, I was like, well, okay, well let's make sure on the way back it's, so I left four hours before my flight. I got there. The lady's like, do you want to leave? Because there's really not much to do in this airport, which I was surprised as big as Toronto is. Their airport is not that big. I mean, by U.S. standards anyway. I, I actually was like, oh, the one thing I will notice, and John, you'll have to tell me if this is norm. I, I, I So I got there early. They put me on an earlier flight. But that flight gate changed like four times in like 20 minutes. So getting out was a little bit different. Like well, I, I got through customs easy. Yeah, that's. I mean, I wouldn't say four times as normal, but like they've got so much shit going on, like musical chairs yes. there, where my gate sometimes has changed like two or three times. I could. I've never had that happen in a U.S. airport. One like if it changes, it changes once, and like they have a little basement area, and, like at Pearson, and I was like, holy crap! If I wasn't paying attention, I would have missed my flight because I. I went to three different games. I had, what happened that slowed me down too is I found somebody's wallet, so I gave it to one of the ticket agents. I was like, "Hey, I, I found this person's wallet," and it was a it was American person's uh, like driver's license and wallet, but all their money and stuff was in there and stuff. So um, I gave it to. I was like, "Hey, um, maybe you can page this person, find out what flight he was on or whatever." Because uh, he was clearly waiting, but that the time it took me to do that, my gate changed two times. I was like, holy crap. So on the way back, I had to go Toronto, Chicago. I was in Chicago for like six hours, seven hours. And then uh, in Seattle, right? In Seattle, yeah. But I I was under the weather. Part of it was I didn't bring enough warm clothes for Toronto. It was a little bit colder there. And I should have dressed a little more. But I didn't even bring a coat. So I should have brought a coat and, you know, I wasn't cold because, like, I'm a man and not a giant pussy. But, like, I got – I came home under the weather. So uh, – and yeah. and I, it did take me a while. But part of it is I forget here when it dries out so much in the winter here, I have to have a humidifier 
And once I get the humidifier yeah. going, that helped me. And I was good. It, I, I just, it took me about three weeks to kind of feel normal, but it's because I wasn't turning the humidifier on every night in the summertime. It's not an issue at all. It's not dry unless, you know, you drink too much or whatever, but it's a little more humidity and stuff. So yeah, I do. I don't, I didn't fly air Canada, Andrew. Uh, I know you're there in the Toronto area. I, I know you probably fly. That's what you solely fly probably, huh, John, when you're doing all your work stuff. Um, I, I mean, depends where I'm going. I like okay. if I'm going to like Atlanta Delta, if I'm going to like Dallas yep. or American Airlines. Call if you go into uh, if you fly into Denver, it's almost ninety percent United because that's like where their hub is and stuff too. It's really mm. it's it, it, Minneapolis used to be Northwest, which is no longer exists. But if you yeah, I mean United United and America, uh, sorry United and Air Canada are partnered. Uh, yeah airlines so i feel like the four that i always fly are either air canada united um american airlines or delta yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense yeah when well, i hey, back home we used to drive to minneapolis it was like six seven hours from where i grew up and we always used to fly out to minneapolis and we'd land in these places like cincinnati and atlanta on our way down to florida and you just go into the airports, you'd be like Cincinnati red shit everywhere, Atlanta Ooh. stuff everywhere. I ended up in like Charlotte, North Carolina on a bumper flight from Florida back one year as well, too. It's just weird, man. When you fly through the States, unless you take a direct yeah. flight somewhere, like they'll just land you wherever. Rico, it's funny you say that. My, I was saying my next hockey trip's got to be Minnesota, catch a wild game. Oh, hey, yeah, man, I'm well, going. The Thunder Bay people go there for the wild games. They were loving it so, when uh, Eric Stahl was playing there a few years ago. We had a lot of Thunder Bay fans there. If I think it's the 8th and 9th of April. I'll have to verify. But you guys should come down for the Frozen Four. I'm going to Frozen Four. I, I, I'm I going to stay with my buddy Marty, but he lives about 40 minutes out. But it's only – it's three games in two days. It's like the 7th and 8th. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'm on here. But I'm, I, I was just telling John before you were on, I watched uh, BU place Northeastern last night. Northeastern won 4-3 in overtime. It was kind of a big upset, but there was sort of a bad penalty. It was called or whatever. But Because um, uh, Calabrini plays, right? And I, I walked away looking at Northeastern. They have this center. So good. Uh, and he's Quebec not Junior nine. League. Wasn't he from Quebec or something? He was from Quebec, but he played in the USHL for Sioux City. Uh, anyway, here I go. USHL, underrated hockey league. They, Thunder Bay had a team in the USHL, too. Patrick Sharp played for the Thunder Bay Flyers. Okay. I, I know everybody – they're all going to end here real quick anyway. Uh, it's April 10th and 11th, is it? No, no, no! It's the eleventh and the thirteenth. Yeah, the frozen, the frozen uh, four is the eleventh and the thirteenth of April. Anyway, I'm gonna go. It would be cool if you wanted to meet up. You guys want to meet up? Let's go. It's right off for the show, so uh, I or think the tickets are gonna go be live, or we could do a live stream from there. I'm gonna there. try to go live from there. Yeah, I'll try to go live from there. The 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 game is 5 p.m. The championship game is 5 p.m. That's I think that's a Saturday. So I probably go live Thursday and then we uh, after the prelim games. But yeah, you, the cool thing about it is you only need to buy two tickets. 
So you buy tickets for you get into both semifinal games on the 11th, and then you buy a championship game. So, and 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 maybe if you guys couldn't afford to do the championship or whatever, and you just do the semifinals, and we watch a championship in a bar or something, that'd be cool. Anyway, I would enjoy that. Uh, I'm gonna let everybody go. Uh, I gotta eat some dinner. It's like almost eight o'clock here. It's like seven thirty. So that means it's like almost midnight on the East Coast. And uh, we started early. We've been going for two and a half hours. Uh, I'm gonna upload the whole thing. I appreciate everybody coming out. Hate Akaki, thank you so much, John, for coming on. I appreciate you just being such a big part of the show. And, I appreciate uh, all of you guys. Yeah, I just appreciate you. I'm gonna go get some food now. Yeah, get some food, man. Thank you so much, Steve. Thank you, man, for coming on early. Rico, all you guys, have a great night. We'll see you later. Yep, chat soon, guys. Yeah, see you guys.